0: Yada yada yada, but they finally found a white guy. And I see where they have fired two EMTs also for not intervening in in the butt whooping. Now that's a that's screwed up. So so <clears throat> it ain't an EMT's job to stop a cop from doing whatever they're doing because under any other circumstances they would have been arrested. But we're living in a post George Floyd America when it comes to policing Democrats, and uh, I guess. If you don't step in and put your life on the line to save theirs, you will get fired and persecuted and blamed as being a white supremacist. So, there's that. All right, look, if you guys want to text the show, the Guns in Gear text line, seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four. The phone-in line. We'll call it the ClayEdwardShow.com hotline until I sell a sponsorship for it. If you're interested in sponsoring our phone line, six, uh, you can email me, Clay at WYAB.com. But that number is 601 <clears throat> If you notice that we're on air a few minutes earlier this morning, the Mockingbird Media CBS News broadcast is uh, having some technical difficulties. And I, I can't imagine anybody's disappointed. I mean, yesterday they were saying that the third COVID booster will help save your life if you get COVID. Lies. All lies. You have a better chance of living if you do not get the vaccine, I mean, I'm still not convinced that the DeMar Hamlin guy that they're rolling out there in front of everybody so that is the same one that died on the field that night. Do not. Uh, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. But I did say to Holiday Inn Express last night, do not get that vaccine if you know it's best for you. But again, just my opinion. That reminds me, one time <clears throat> when we were doing this show, some jerk called in right at the end of a break, right as we were going off the air. He's like, I just wanted to let you know that I took your medical advice and I didn't get vaccinated, and now I have have COVID. Well, so do all the people that get vaccinated, so there's that. At least you didn't die. At least you didn't die suddenly. All right, a couple things I want to jump in on this morning. Uh, Again, if you want to tweet me, follow me on the Twitters, at SaveJXN. I, keep, I need to push my social media stuff a little bit more and I tend to forget because it seems to be all I do is play on social media half the day. I just assume most of y'all know that that's where I'm at. The mayor of Jackson yesterday, you know, they say never go full retard. They don't never go full retard. He went full retard yesterday. And he said that the capital complex bills are plantation politics. He used all of the buzzwords, apartheid, colonize, colonial power, plantation politics, gonna have a town hall, said Mississippi is racist, and that Tate Reeves was acting as an overseer. I mean, just all the buzzwords. I mean, he just went straight, to compared, compared the state of Mississippi wanting to actually control Jackson a little bit and kind of help, you know, save Jackson, compared it to apartheid. I mean, boy, he was on he was hitting on all cylinders yesterday. Let's see, I think I like this article a little better. This is um we gotta let it play for just a second. <clears throat> but CJ Lamasters did a news story on WLBT last night about it, because CJ had asked him the question about it, and that's where the mayor went full retard and blamed it on colonization. What has anybody been through Jackson lately? I mean, would a little bit of colonizing be so bad? A little gentrification. Come on, here we go. ...court
1: system and expand the reach of the Capitol Police all the way to Ridgeland. But tonight, claims from one lawmaker about that legislation has Jackson's mayor furious. Investigative reporter C.J. Lamaster joins us live now with details.
2: Now, Maggie, if House Bill 1020 comes to pass, where we're standing right now at the corner of Ridgewood Road and County Line Road will become part of the Capitol Complex Improvement District, that district expanding to cover nearly one-fourth of the capital city with that legislation. Supporters of this bill say it will allow Capitol Police to cover lower crime areas so that Jackson Police can go and and actually cover those hotspots more effectively. With
0: Let me decipher that. They're trying to save County Line Road. And they're saying that let's go on and just keep Jackson Police in West and South Jackson. With the uh, personnel that it has tonight, Mayor Shokwe and Tarla it's Chakway. I, I, I do. I, I refuse to let him spell his name Chuckway when there ain't a damn U in it. It's Chakway.
2: It calls one claim from one of those bills supporters a flat out lie.
3: It reminds me of a colonial power uh, and where uh, they dictate who's our leadership. Uh, they put the military force over us and we're just supposed to pay taxes to the king. That's all we're supposed to do is pay taxes to the king.
2: Jackson's mayor says state lawmakers are trying to control Mississippi's largest city without any accountability from those who live here by creating a court system with judges who are appointed not.
0: Well, let me say this. The state of Mississippi is the largest property owner in the city of Jackson, too. So I believe they do have some say so in what goes on here. Elected. And-, and the fact that everybody in the state's taxes go to pay for this
2: giving Capitol Police the power to patrol there. All of that happens if House Bill 1020 passes, which would expand the Capitol Complex Improvement District to more than
3: 26 square miles of the city. As we're watching these challenges happen, not only from Ferguson, uh, but all across the country, in which people are tasked with policing people but have no accountability to them. It reminds me of apartheid. Lawmakers
2: also have their own ideas about how that state-run district should operate, too.
4: Is there overlap with
5: JPD when you're in the city limits on that? It's going to be completely exclusive jurisdiction for Capitol Police. And they're going to have their own judicial district. Uh, with so
4: the legislature, has I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you have the power to do that? We,
5: we did it. We, we already have it. It's already there.
0: We're just expanding it over. Uh, okay. She so can this
5: encroach upon a city and we're say, we're,
0: we're taking over your your law enforcement. Is, and, and Nick Bain is my new favorite legislature. First off, he's got a cool name, Bain, like from Batman. We're coming to save Gotham
3: or take Gotham.
5: And Jackson, uh, for all intents and purposes, pretty much agrees with this.
3: Well, he lied to the people on Talk. The city has not okayed. He has never met with me uh, to know what my position is on that. Uh, And that not only represents an issue in terms of failing to meet with me as mayor, uh, but I've heard legislator after legislator talk about all of these bills that are introduced by people who don't live in Jackson. Be clear, people who don't live in Jackson uh, and at the same time uh, aren't communicating with the people who do.
0: All right, so there's that. We've got a caller on the line wants to jump in, and, of course, i got some thoughts. Hey, caller, you're on there.
4: Good morning, Clay. What's going on, brother? Uh, th- this is Danny. Um, I listen to you every morning. It's the first time I've ever called in, but I just had to this morning. You know what I hear when these people from Jackson, especially the mayor, are, is on there talking? Help us. Help us. Help us. Help us. Somebody help us until we help them or until they get help from the state, and then all of a sudden we have to listen to this crap. You know, I still live in Jackson. I love this city. Um, I don't love it as much as I used to. I grew up here. I've spent my entire life here. But, you know, it's going to come a point in time where somebody up above the mayor, uh, whether it's the state or the Fed or what, it's going to be like, you know what, F it. This is what y'all want. This is what you get. So you're on your own.
0: That's all I wanted to say. Hey no, hey, look before you go though, you make a great point, and it's one of the reasons why I moved out of Jackson. Well there's multiple reasons, but I felt like it was taxation without representation for me. You know, the right. same the same thing he's crying about, all those people that live north of down that live north of uh let's say Lakeland Drive. Or right no, let's say north of you know, downtown north, man. That the, right. what what's left of Bellhaven, Fondren, Eastover, Leftover, that whole area, county line, pear orchard, that can still be salvaged. You know those people are not getting representation. No, and, they're not. And the capital police and improving this capital police district or whatever capital improvement district will give them some representation.
4: Yeah, and I'm one of those people that you just mentioned that's not getting any representation from those
0: people. Yep, and 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 if they keep running it off, and they, then they then they just blame it on white flight and yada yada yada. You know, I found another statistic yesterday. you know that over the last ten years? Jackson had nine thousand businesses. Six thousand have left the city. Yeah, six thousand oh, yeah. in the in ten years, six thousand businesses have left the city of Jackson.
4: Well, I'll tell, tell you what it reminds. I'll tell you what it reminds me of. Have you ever had a friend or a family member that just begged you to help them? Help me! Help me! Help me! I'm in trouble. Help me! And then you help them, and then they complain about the way, the means in which you provide that help.
0: Absolutely. It's, it's particularly so, it's like it's like it's like the addict in the family that just wants you to give them the money, not the food or the groceries.
4: Exactly. Yeah. Don't 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 give me anything to actually. You know, I don't want your help. Just just just
0: fund me. Yeah, just like the bum on the corner, don't give him a don't give him a, a burger. Give him a yeah. give him give him a bottle of whiskey or five dollars exactly, or whatever. Exactly.
4: Yeah. And that's that's what this is. That's all this is. That that guy that is the biggest child. I, I don't know how old he is, but he appears to be indicative of this younger generation that just, you know, they want everything, but they want no zero accountability for it. They don't want to an answer to anybody for anything.
0: Absolutely, brother. Hey, this is one of the best calls the show's ever had. I appreciate you calling in this morning. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening. Let's take another call here real quick. Hey, caller, thanks for staying on hold. You're on there. Good morning. Hey, good morning.
1: It's your friend Christy.
0: Hey, Christy, what's going on?
1: So from an outsider's point of view, he says they come in here and they make laws and enforce laws to the citizens of Jackson when they're not citizens of Jackson. He's not a citizen of Jackson. He doesn't live there.
0: Yeah, he's shacked up with his old lady in Madison, from what I heard, and the, and the, old, lady, the, the old lady that ain't his wife.
1: So he doesn't even live there.
0: So, uh, let me say that. Let me, really let, me, let, me add, let me add this, allegedly. Legal, legal purposes there, allegedly.
1: Yep, yep, I'll get you. The point is, though, he has no water. The state had to bail him out in the government. But that was okay, right? He didn't take any responsibility for the, the shortcoming.
0: No, he blamed it on he everybody else. Getting
1: from him. He blamed it on everybody else. And he's going to blame it on other forms of oppression, apartheid compensation, so on and so forth. And yet what did he provide to the city?
0: He takes he
1: sure as heck divided them from the rest of the state.
0: He takes and takes and
1: takes.
0: No no this city was in way better shape twenty years ago. Race relations in Jackson, Mississippi were as good as they ever were twenty years ago. Clay I could have walked down any any street in Jackson, Mississippi and not have been worried about anything. Twenty years ago,
1: I have friends. I have friends from out of state that see my pictures on social media and the sunrise on the res and out on the boat and go kart racing all over the state. And then they look at the national news and they're like, "Oh, I ain't coming there. You live too close to Jackson." That's sad. <clears throat> That's really sad.
0: Yeah, I know that Pearl River might as well be the Great Wall of China, though.
1: It was. You know what? Something's got to be because. Well, obviously, crime doesn't care. They cross the, the Great Wall there and come over here and pillage and steal and carjack, and they race right back to Jackson, and they get a free free pass. Get out of jail free card, more or less.
0: Hashtag escape to Jackson.
1: Welcome to it. But you know what? I do enjoy living here. I enjoy living here like you wouldn't believe. I don't enjoy what goes on in Jackson. And I sit back and I shake my head thinking, man. How can it be that bad? And they, these people allow it, and they re-elect it.
0: Gluttons for punishment. You know what
1: they say? What, will, what you allow is what will continue.
0: What's that called? If they Stock- truly
1: want to change it, they got to change their frame of thought and how they do politics.
0: Uh, Stockholm syndrome, is that what that is?
1: <clears throat> That's exactly what it is. Yep. Or, or the definition of insanity. Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Yep. Keep electing these fools. You see what you get.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, the demographic that keeps electing them, there's only about two or three of them that listen to this show, so we're we're not reaching oh, them. Oh, I
1: think you've got more than that that listen to this show, Clay. <laughs> they just don't want to admit it to their constituents.
0: Maybe so. They
1: listen.
0: All right, Christy, appreciate you. Big. Have a good you one. Have a great morning. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. Two great phone calls back-to-back there. We've uh, we've hit the ground running on a three-hour Clay Edwards show. going to be a long morning. Maybe it'll be a quick morning. When you're having fun, time flies, right? I've uh, I've got a guest in the studio, Miss Therese Apel, sitting across from me.
6: Is this thing on? It is.
0: <laughs> it is. Good morning, everybody. Good. Hey, uh, let's do this. Let's take a break. We've got um, Thomas on hold. Great. That should be a, let's throw a hand grenade into a, um, into a, a, somewhere peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> something. Think, yeah, I was trying <laughs> to think of something to say. And all of it sounded bad. It's like, you know, just say something peaceful. Right. Thomas, stay on hold. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We're live in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios with Therese Apel. We'll be right back. On Breaking rules. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by, how about my friends over at Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. It is Tuesday. Get out there. It is Tuesday, right? Yep. Yeah. How about two for Tuesday? Get up there and buy you not one pizza, but two. Yes. There's there's no discount for it. Look,
6: it's worth it because it even heats up really well.
0: It does. I'm going to tell you what. Here's a little secret for reheating pizza. The air fryer.
6: Oh, I love the air fryer for pizza.
0: The air fryer for pizza. You will think it came fresh out of the pizza oven. You
6: don't get that weird oven taste and you don't get that stupid, you know, it's halfway cooked, halfway frozen from the microwave.
0: No, pizza in the microwave is dreadful. It It is terrible. (laughs) I I would rather eat it cold.
6: Yeah. There have been times in my life I have eaten as much pizza as possible so that I didn't have to save it because there is no way to reheat it that it tastes good until Mm. the air fryer.
0: Yep. The the air fryer did it for me. I was just like, let me try this one day. I was like, oh my. Yeah. That worked. So look, get out to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri. They open daily, 4 p.m. at uh, Fannin Mart on the Rez. They're right there on the tail end of it, right in front of the bowling alley. Can't miss them.
6: Really good pizza, y'all.
0: Really good pizza. Deep fried pizza, pastas, burgers, and more. They got nine different flavors of frozen daiquiries. Somebody in the studio has had one of them. I won't, I won't tell y'all who. <laughs> and, a daiquiri
6: and, or a pizza, because I'll own up to both. <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> and the all tiramisu, the y'all. If you're a tiramisu eater like me, yeah, do it.
0: So get out there, check them out. They're available on all major food delivery apps, including take-or-break deliveries. And uh, they're open late. I mean, when I say open late, I mean they're open late. Like, most of these pizza places close around 10.
7: Mm-hmm.
0: And they are still baking pies at midnight on the weekends over there.
6: Yeah. And I think that's worth knowing because, I mean, granted, I'm not like back in the day where, you know, we went looking for food at the stroke of midnight. But
0: Waffle House or bus. Yeah, and that was it. Crystals and Waffle House.
6: Right. Um, But, yeah, it makes a big difference. You know, even for me, you know, a long night working or something like that, you know, just came from a crime scene or a house fire. Knowing something's open that actually has, you know, food that's not.
0: In, In a good area. Yeah, exactly. You know, and furthermore. With all these dispensaries opening up,
6: oh mm. yeah, gonna get those. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: gonna get those
6: <laughs> I hadn't thought about that.
0: get those late night munchies, right? You know, Acme Pizza and Dairy has got you covered. All right, let's jump into it. Thomas stayed on hold the whole call. Good. Thomas, right. tell us, tell, tell, tell us, what you thinking, brother?
6: Hey, Thomas. Hey, how
8: you doing? Um, well, what, what you guys were discussing earlier, what I see is a total lack of social diversity in the state of Mississippi and also in the Jackson area. And that's pretty much what's going on. You still have racial issues. And I hear you guys talking about Tay Reeves, but it seems like you guys are supporting him in this matter.
0: I, I, I am supporting the Capital Improvement District because what's going on in Jackson ain't working. The, the inmates okay. running the asylum ain't working.
8: Okay, but you also, you know, I think you ended up uh, and it whatever the recording you were playing, it is plantation politics what they doing. Because tell you, really, when I'm saying he said in the state of, of the state address that Mississippi doing great because wages are high. No, that's because of the pandemic. Okay, now you got what it is. What the restaurant name paying sixteen dollars an hour? Chick fil A sixteen dollars an hour. That's cause of the pandemic because of people refusing to work unless you up the pay round here. So how can he take credit of it? Kay hey, Reeves ain't worth two dead flash smash for saying that. Then you're using federal dollars. Mississippi ain't got no money. Okay? You are a dysfunctional state. So how can you get up on there and say that, oh, we're doing well? No, you're not. You benefited because of the pandemic. So Lumumba is right you operating with federal dollars. Don't ever forget that.
6: I Just thought that's what Lamuva asked for, though, right?
8: Especially a lot of white people to believe that they're not operating with federal dollars. They ain't got no state money. Yeah, they do.
6: No, they didn't Lamuva ask for help from it. everybody? Like, Hadn't he been asking for the feds and the state to, to come in and help Jackson? Hadn't well, that the, been part of It's the the like they don't care about not us, they're really not
8: helping? as far as like when it comes down the side. Now, they, they have federal dollars. They came in and guess got the water the, cut back on in less the, than two um, weeks. The broadcast depicted and showed and we've been though, they've been discussing this, but he wanna jump in and say, Oh, we did this. No, you using Joe Biden money. That's the CARES Act money. That's federal dollars.
0: Yeah, first off, that ain't Joe Biden's money. That's your money, it my is Joe money. Biden.
8: That's federal. Well,
3: United
8: that's federal, States federal States taxes money. that it's we not paid. money. You can't even take care of your people here. You don't have enough jobs or none of that here. You don't do nothing.
0: There's good jobs around here. There's a lot of jobs. There's a lot of jobs around here.
8: Mississippi is a victim of his own self. Your racial policy is is catching up with you, so you got problems. Matter of fact, he delivered his state of the state address to the woods. Ain't nobody even here. Population gone. Business gone. Who in Mississippi? I am.
0: Clay Edwards is here. Yeah, there's a lot of good things going on in Mississippi. you nobody, though, Clay. I am somebody. My mama loves me, you Thomas. You redneck in Mississippi. You don't mean nothing. My mama loves me.
8: You, you don't mean nothing to the the United States. You're a Mississippian.
0: Hell yeah, I'm a Mississippian. People are Damn deep proud in of this it.
8: place. Because of people like Tate Reeves, people like you, and even people like Lamumba. But it's like two losers arguing. Both of them losers.
6: So what's the point? Well, I do think you're right about the fact that, like, both of them are arguing back and forth, and it's just a lot of rhetoric on both sides. I mean, in the end, what's the real issue here? It's not what we're talking about, more than likely, because they're two politicians throwing politician things back and forth at each other. Did we lose him?
0: Yeah, he hung up. Oh, Let's uh, follow up here real quick. We got De- Derek. Hey,
9: what the heck is he talking about? gave <laughs> you they gave them a movement like, what was it, like, 5 or $6
0: million they couldn't account for? What the heck is he talking about? Man, look, he, he, whatever narrative he heard over there on one of the other radio stations is what he's going to go with. And he he thinks that the state didn't spend any money, even though the state went over there and, and played Captain Save-A-Hooker Save a and fixed the water for him before the uh, federal government ever got involved.
9: You know, look, enough with this this, this uh, Peter, I mean, the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. Uh, I was about to say Peter and the wolf, but the boy who cried wolf. Well, Mississippi and the United States as a whole has been more than generous to its citizens. You know, you, he doesn't know what the heck he's talking about. Okay? <laughs> if we were not the generous nation that we are, why not? double hockey sticks is people drown in everything else to get here.
0: Yeah, you know, what it is, is when you live in, when you live and move around in Jackson, and that is exclusively where you go, of course you're gonna think that Mississippi is a terrible place. All you gotta do is step outside that little box and realize there's a lot of good stuff going on in Mississippi. You might not see it in rural Rankin or rural Madison County because maybe that's not where you go. But if you get up in the North Mississippi, South Mississippi, the Pine Belt, Mississippi is booming.
6: Look, I travel this state for work, and there are so many places that I go that, like, maybe you wouldn't even know about if it it wasn't that I was driving through them. And, like, yeah, we may not – every place may not be Oxford or Madison or any of these places that we think of wanting to hold up to other states. Well, think about
0: somewhere like Laurel, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, we've
6: got
9: these incredible little towns. and
6: Yeah, I mean, it's amazing, this state. And, And then we compare it to Jackson. As yes, if got, that's what we are.
9: You got nice stuff right there in your in your own backyard, uh, Clay. Um, uh, Teresa, I sent you a request. I don't think you ever accepted. But Clay, did you um, see my Facebook page over the weekend where I took my kids on a Chunky River adventure?
0: Thomas, I, I, I mean, want to say I did see something, but I, I really didn't spend the weekend on Facebook.
6: Derek, I'm sorry, I just called you, Thomas. Um, I'm going to get your last name from Clay. I have a thousand pending friend requests, so I'll look you up.
9: <laughs> I got you. <laughs> well, no, I, I meant no disrespect by that. What I'm yeah. saying is. I posted on my Facebook page where I took my kids to, uh, to the Chunky River for them to see Stuckey's Bridge and, you know, and Dunn's Falls. These are places right here in our backyard that we're not investing in. Beautiful places. And when I came up to Dunn's Falls, there was a couple from Wisconsin that was traveling to Mississippi. And they, they said, wow, it's some nice stuff here. This is stuff we never knew about. We have it. We have the infrastructure. We have everything right here. But we got people like Thomas, people like Mayor Lamumba." Oh, oh, it's me! Somebody's oppressing me, man! Get off your high horse, okay?
0: Well, I will say this: to to your point about not promoting Mississippi properly, you know, I, I ain't got no problem throwing salt at our conservative uh, leadership. They had me no, either. they had no problem spending millions and millions of dollars promoting a welfare program on Super Talk. You know, we should have been promoting the Bogachita, the Okatoma. All these natural, you know, mm-hmm. what's this out? What's this thing called the Petrified Forest out Yo, here? Oh yeah, you know, stuff like that. Why don't we promote that?
9: Right. No. Yeah. And the Chunky River, we used to have a fantastic Chunky River raft race when I was growing up. You know, and, and to commemorate the uh, the Great Chunky River Train Wreck during the Civil War, all of that is there. The founder of BT, Bob Johnson, one of the first Black billionaires, is from Hickory, Mississippi. Did I didn't know
6: that. that. I'm glad you told me that.
9: That's yeah. pretty cool. I'm, I'm related to him. Um, I think it's like fourth, once removed or something, <laughs> something along those lines. Yeah, My um, uncle, Carol Johnson, and him are, are our first cousins.
0: No good. Hey, Derek. And I got,
9: sister, sister invests in Hickory all the time.
0: Derek, got to take a break, brother. Great call. Thank you. Thanks, Derek. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Joined live in the Mack Hodge of Floyd Studios this morning by Therese April. We'll be right back on 103.9 W-Y-A-B. Keep those phone calls coming in, man. Y'all are on fire. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. Hell, uh, seems like a good time. Therese, how about we talk about Mac Hike of Flowood?
6: Let's do. I love those guys.
0: we got a caller stay on hold. I'm coming straight to you. Um, out there at Mac Hike, right now, I- I've been beating this up a pretty good bit. <clears throat> they got up to $15,000 off some vehicles over there. Yeah. And then, like on Ram Trucks, I think they got up to like $4,000 off. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, if you bought a truck or a vehicle at the peak of market, and you you're probably upside down,
6: yeah i I did at and minimum of four thousand yeah. dollars, oh yeah, and and that's I bought a cute little mustang when it was the worst, yep, and uh, and so yeah, I'm one of those people,
0: well, you know now is a good time to get out of that, use that kind of use those rebates, mm-hmm. It's a good time to get out of that if you need a truck, but there's rebates on other things, I just you know, I know we got a lot of truck drivers out there, sure, half ton truck driver's ram truck. It's it's a good time, you know. If you've been like a Chevy or Ford driver for a long time, Ram has come a long way. They're one of the best looking trucks on the road now.
6: Yeah, and I'm such a Dodge fan. I mean, I just I just <laughs> love Dodges anyway. But um, those trucks are so good looking these days. They they are. Really my, are. my
0: buddy Mason's got a couple of them in his fleet, and so you whenever know, I ride with him, we always yeah. in his red truck, and it's one of the new the newest body style Rams. I'm like, man, this thing is really.
6: Mm-hmm. Nice. The
0: fr- they look good. They just come a long way.
6: Well, and I was out there the other day, and one of the ones we were talking about, y'all. If you're looking for something that's updated too, as far as all the technology goes, um, they have the cameras on that you can order. The cameras on every um, corner, the so bird's somebody eye can't. View deal. Yeah, somebody can't approach your truck without you knowing about it. Um, the thing that was really kind of cool is the rear view mirror is digital. So when you um, like, if you have to move a bunch of stuff and you can't see out your rear view mirror, if you've got a normal truck because it's blocked by all the things in the back. Well, your rearview mirror is now digital, so you're looking at a picture of what's back there, um, regardless of what's in the back of your truck or in the bed of your truck.
0: Yeah, the the, the rearview mirror being the backup camera also yeah, is yeah. really really cool. It is, and because you can kind of see everything behind, you. it's it's neat. The technology. I was actually thinking about upgrading. For about three hundred bucks, you can. I get an aftermarket one uh-huh. to put in vehicles that don't have that, and just slips over. So I was actually thinking about doing that in my Tahoe. Yeah, but, uh, <clears throat> but look, get out there and see them. Shop them online. MacHikeCDJRF dot com. Located right there on Lakeland Drive in Flowwood at airport road
6: yeah and as as part of what we do at dark horse press and we advertise for them is i'll talk to a different salesperson every friday and just kind of you know to show me the car the truck that you want to sell today and it's they're also knowledgeable like there's not one that i haven't learned something from so you're not going somewhere where somebody's going to be like i don't you know i don't know any of this i'm just going to try and sell you this truck um so if you go there you're not only getting a great deal you're (coughs) also getting great service
0: Have you, have you, uh, one of the guys I follow online there is Kenji.
6: I love Kenji. Yeah. He he does a great job. He is so, so well versed in this stuff. He, he knows exactly what he's talking about. The other day, he was the one that I, I just happened to be talking. I said, well, I'm upside down on my car. You know, I've got to do something about it. And he gave me this great advice on, you know, not just, not just how to, you know, find a better car, how to do all these things, but it's like he knows the financial, um, implications of everything like mm-hmm. i i can't describe it because i don't understand it but he made me understand it
0: absolutely all right so get out there check them out they, they you just never know if you're way upside down getting into a new car can actually save you some money that that's not just me saying that i've been in the car business for 12 years i know the people over there trust me on this one all right let's take a call here we've had two callers on hold hey caller, you're on there
7: uh uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. all
0: right start over go ahead I don't know why it does this. Yeah, it's like he's out there in the background. Hey, go ahead, brother. I'll call back. No, you're good. You're you're good. Go you.
6: Every now and then you have technical difficulties. (laughs) Here we are.
7: (laughs) Hey, caller, are you there? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. No, yeah, I was (laughs) calling about Thomas, and I was just like, sometimes he makes sense, and sometimes he just goes off on a tangent. It's just like, has he not looked at the numbers? Pretty much every state is in a deficit. It's like every state takes federal dollars. Uh, like California and New York are the worst at it. So I mean, I don't know what he. I mean, what he, What point he was trying to prove by saying Mississippi takes federal dollars and we're bankrupt and all that stuff when we have a we have one of the highest uh like rainy day funds in the country over a billion dollars probably huh over a billion dollars. Yeah, he should probably uh, do some research before he just starts talking about a subject before he, that he doesn't know about.
0: Well, you know, if if they could just show me one city where their policies has worked,
7: uh, well, he can.
0: <laughs> I mean, just show That's me, show big. me, show me one city where Democrat liberal policies that they think that all the states should do have worked. It ain't Jackson. It ain't Canton. All right. It ain't Vicksburg. It ain't any of them. Yeah,
6: yeah. you know, I and mean, other than that, Vicksburg it's not Detroit. Lot, it's not you
7: know. I mean, ever since uh, Mayor Flash took it over, it's been better. But
6: Yeah, I mean, he's doing a decent job over there.
7: Uh, he could have said Atlanta like 10 years ago, but now Atlanta is just going off the rails. But, yeah, I just don't know what he's trying to get at. It's, it's a pointless argument.
6: Well, and I think the thing is, right now, there's a lot of rhetoric out there where people say things like that. You know, you've got the narrative that the the mayor is trying to say that's you know, he's using a lot of bu- buzzwords that, that make people angry, like colonization. And then you've got this whole like, well, it's federal dollars, whatever. That's just that again, that's a narrative. And it's something that when people get mad and they want to discredit somebody, they spout these things that really just are full of buzzwords. And if we really want to boil down the truth, it's somewhere in the middle of all this. And again, when you're dealing with politicians, throwing. Political phrases at each other You know, we're all just here for the show I don't think that anybody is actually Getting anything out of these conversations Except for, you know, the rallying points That they're shooting for, for elections anyway Yeah,
7: the rah-rah-rah stuff yeah. And it's just like um Whatever he was talking about Biden dollars, which is kind of upset me Because, you know, that's not Biden doesn't have <laughs> any money, he's never put any money Into the system The big I guy mean, got he, his 10% Yeah, it was, uh but all those what infrastructure bill that he passed and the uh quotes uh inflation reduction act bill like, those all went to bail out new york california illinois like these states have like humongous deficits on their uh books and they were just trying to get rid of them. yep
0: brother appreciate it man great call yep Let's say one more here hey you on there Hey, Quay. Hey, brother. I
5: is absolutely right, and I'll tell you why. For Mississippi, for every $1 they send to D.C., they get 4 back. <clears throat> Their GDP is three times less than Alabama's and Louisiana's. The, over, when Mississippi has a plan come in, they got to spend a billion dollars. You don't ever hear that happen in Alabama or Florida. If, the only two, three counties that actually sustain themselves probably are the three coast counties. You think? I know so.
0: You don't
5: think... That's
0: you don't think DeSoto, Rankin, Madison are doing well?
5: No, absolutely not. Absolutely. When you compare their federal dollars that they get, no. All right. The three coast counties are the only three that do.
0: You think it's the casinos? Yeah, the probably so. But
5: hey, here's my deal. They, they always talk about Mississippi is a warfare state. But I'm going to tell you, man, and, uh, Teresa, I'm sure you've seen it, too. A new company does not pay people anything in Mississippi.
7: Mm-hmm.
5: You look at a, they'll have an income of whatever in Memphis, and they pay, you know, same job, two, three dollars an hour more in Memphis. Mm-hmm. But yet, they say the cost of living is cheaper in Mississippi. That's a bunch of BS, too. It is in these small towns, but when you get in the Jackson metro area or the coast or DeSoto County, it's just as much there as it is
0: anywhere. Agreed. Agreed. Appreciate it, brother. The cost of living is high when, yeah. you, get, when you get out of Jackson. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you, you balance out. There's different costs, different places. You know, like you can get rent cheaper in Jackson. Sure. But you're going to pay more in the unforeseen things the tires you have to replace on your vehicle from mitten potholes, the rims, security. And that, I mean, it sounds like I'm joking, but I'm not. No, no, I mean, <clears throat> security systems. It, you're going to pay more. Mm-hmm. And the, and if you buy, your property taxes are higher. Your car tag is redonkulous <laughs> in Jackson. <laughs> yep. Talk about not getting any ROI. Go get a car tag in Jackson and expect any of that money. Therese, you came in this morning. It was so yep. dark when you got here. Yep. You came, you came from Brandon, same way I come. Yep. When you cross over the Pearl River Bridge, the second you come over the stack or you hit the river bridge, there's not a damn street light till you get to Highway 80.
6: It is dark, yeah. And, they have
0: and- they have robbed every streetlight. Now that don't happen nowhere else in Mississippi. Nowhere else in Mississippi that I've been are the street lights not on because meth heads and crackheads and copper thieves have robbed the streetlights.
6: Well, and it's fair to say not to the extent that we have in Jackson. I mean, it, it happens, life. but yeah. it's yeah.
0: I mean, you drive up and down 220, they are backing cars up to the poles, knocking them over, and stealing the copper out of them.
6: And and we're not. And
0: there, you know how there's I, no way
6: to stop it. And you and you know and you <laughs> yeah. know
0: how I know that I come up 220 every day twice a day. Poles are not down, and there's never any cars left out on like, It's not a wreck.
6: Right. Right.
0: And poles don't just fall down. There's no light. It's one of the most dangerous areas you can drive through. You can't see. i right. bitch about it a lot over here. Excuse my language this morning. But it's legitimate. And that don't happen other places. Right. But they know they can get away with it in Jackson.
6: Well, and what was it? It was like back several months ago, whatever was going on, it was like the rain or there was something. And coming through there when it was that dark with no lights was so dangerous. Maybe it was fog. I can't remember. But you and I both talked about it when we got here that like. It, that morning particularly that we were talking about, it was especially bad. And it was just the, the – cli- I mean, whatever was going on with the weather. Um, but it was it was dangerous for everybody because there was zero visibility, and part yep. of that was no streetlights.
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember coming through that morning. Mm-hmm. I had to come through the Valley Street death triangle mm-hmm. at five miles an hour because right. you could not see <laughs> in front of you. Yeah. Um, Sean just texted in. Sean's a great listener. Uh, <clears throat> and He's a white Democrat, but he's one of the good ones. Uh, he says, is that my
6: friend, the, the former attorney? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Sean texts in says, "Listening to the show, around seventy-five percent of the state's GDP is on the Gulf Coast. The metro area survives on government transfer payments. Uh, is that if it wasn't for government health care, there would be no Jackson, Madison, or Rankin County. Mm-hmm. And I mean, look, the, the medical industry is is huge over there. And with, I guess, he's referring to like Medicaid and sure. and all that type stuff. All right? Yep. Sean's always good for that." Uh, he will hit you with the facts.
6: Yeah,
0: yeah. So I'll give him that. He ain't going to text in no uh no slanted stuff. So, all right, let's take a break real quick. Come back, land the plane for this first hour. And, uh man, you guys are killing it on the text and, and whatnot today. I'm going to read some of your text messages and all that to close out the first hour. This is The Clay Edwards Show. Join the studio by DarkHorsePress.com. No, Dark Press. Now. com. very own Therese April. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. When necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. Hey, we just got a text on the Guns and Gear text line. There is a wreck on the bridge coming from Rankin into Jackson. So I'm assuming that is westbound on the I-20 Pearl River Bridge. Okay. So if you're coming in from Rankin County and towards the stack, it's going to start backing up. You may want to get off on the Highway 80, find an alternative mm-hmm. route, Flowwood Drive, whatever you need yeah. to do because, uh, you know, that's where all the people that work live, is in Rankin County. So that's where the worst traffic is.
6: Well, and I was just looking at, it's 755, which means that if you're one of those people who is getting to your job in downtown Jackson directly at 8 or at, like, one minute past, yeah. you are messed up now. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, buddy, you are
0: late. <laughs> yeah, you're, if you're heading to work at the hospital or anywhere. Yeah. So, right, let's see. Here. Let's read a few texts this morning. Uh, the Guns and Gear text line, they've been blowing it up. You got to give them their due here. Hev on the res says... Y'all, I'm sorry, but whenever you let Thomas pollute the airwaves, I immediately turn to country music. I refuse to let him <laughs> ruin my day. Now, I mean, look, let's be honest. Country music ain't country music anymore. So you're really not I listening mean, I, to country I, but music. But don't you
6: think that's probably a whole talk for another day? Yeah, we will get into that on <laughs> another
0: day. Now, I, will say, I mean, I, I know it's competition. You know, but uh-huh. if, if I listen to country, I listen to 93.5, the classic country station.
6: I like them, but I also like US 96
0: i like the owner staff at us 96 mm-hmm. the music six eh, one way half dozen other but that's not their fault that's just modern country music i do like stuff like hardy and i'm turning into a morgan wallen fan some of this stuff yeah some
6: of it i'm i'm luke, i'm catching on luke yeah. holmes become mm-hmm. a big
0: luke holmes fan yep. he, that dude can sing he sure can uh let's see unknown texter i want to get your thoughts on this new bill in the house hb 448 have you heard about it i have not send me the details or maybe I've heard about it, but I'm the world's worst at knowing bills by name. Yeah, by number. Yeah. Whichever, I, whichever one they were talking about to expand the capital improvement district, I'm all in on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Thomas is a turd in the punch bowl. should Should left him on ban. Oh yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, no, no. Just from my perspective, I had to drive interesting radio for three hours. Yeah. If I can get somebody to come on here and be the turd in the punch bowl. It's good for me.
6: Well, and you know, Thomas went on that whole rant that day that was like what seventy text messages or something about what a terrible person I am. But I will say this. Thomas he knows what he's doing when he brings these conversations. And mm-hmm. it is good for radio. And frankly, I mean if we weren't showing some opposing thoughts, then we wouldn't be doing a good job.
0: Yeah, I never want to preach to the choir. Right. I, I don't I don't like right. echo chambers. Uh, it's it's why I never Was really all in On like doing like Truth social And stuff like mm-hmm. that I want discourse You
6: have to have An opposing view To make it A learning process If not It's just a bunch of people Sitting there Yapping at each other About the same stuff
0: They're just patting each other On the butt Man you're doing such a great job right. You're doing such a great job Yeah I agree with everything you say Right exactly When I meet people out in public And they tell me they agree With everything I say I'm like you're a crazy person Because mm-hmm. I'm a mad I'm an I'm a psychopath. You don't, you don't need to agree <laughs> with everything I say.
6: And I we just heard him say it.
0: <laughs> I don't agree with everything I say sometimes. I'm right. like, oh, I said that. Like, oops. So, all right, look, we're coming up on the top of the hour break here. There is no CBS News. So the top of the hour commercial break will only be about three minutes instead of seven. And uh, I know y'all are happy about that. Less of them, more of us is always a good thing. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys, look, make sure you're following us on social media. Terrence, what's your social uh, preference? That you want people to follow? Oh, you on.
6: gosh. Um, so we have um, Facebook is Dark Horse Press. Make sure you follow one with our logo instead of there's a one with a lady's face. That's not us. Um, so there's that one. We have, well, we have Twitter. We're working on our TikTok, using it more often. Um, right. It's got some good stuff on it. It's just not, we, we don't update it that much.
0: For great dating advice and tips, follow Teresa's TikTok <laughs> at Teresa Apple.
6: And if you see yourself on there, I'm just sorry. Like, if you showed up at a bar and I tiktok about you, I apologize.
0: <laughs> I, 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 I I bared witness to one of the people you TikTok-ed about.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he's been mentioned a couple times now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it the next day. I was yeah. like, hey, I recognize that. I know yeah, what she's talking about. Yeah, I know who that
6: about. is. Yeah.
0: All right, we're live here in the Matt Hiker Flowwood Studios. We're going to take a break real quick. We're going to come back. And uh, I'm going to get Teresa's uh, thoughts on my Red Flag show from last week. Yep. We'll be right back.
6: And he had heard about Guns and Gear, and he had driven 71 miles um, just to see what they had because he had heard so much about how good, you know, the customer service was and, and you know, about the selection and that kind of thing. They've got estate guns, and they um, they buy auction guns. So they've got, on a given day, they've got a huge selection of things that you might not necessarily find somewhere else.
0: Yeah, no doubt. So look, check them out. They also specialize in Cerakoting and gunsmithing. Absolutely. So just because you've... Uh, already got all the guns you need doesn't mean you don't need to get them serviced.
6: That's right. And if you think you've got all the guns you need, well, you're not the kind of gun owner that that <laughs> I think. I mean, I I've got plenty of guns, but I probably need more.
0: I've never <laughs> met a, I've never met a gun enthusiast who thought they had enough guns. Right,
6: right. Well, and it's not necessarily about needing all that you know firepower. Sometimes it's about like, oh, that's a different gun. I want that one. What about this one? Like, I like the way this one looks, or I like this one shoots, or whatever, like that. You know, I'm
0: driving through Jackson later, I need that 50 cal. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, look, you can shop them online, GunsAndGearMS.com. Let them know you heard it on The Clay Edwards Show or saw it on DarkHorsePressNow.com. That's right. All right, let's jump in, have a little fun here. Let's oh, yeah, it.
6: let's do this thing.
0: Let's let, let's let's step away from politics for a minute. So last Wednesday I did a show. It ended up being one of the most downloaded. It, it crashed a server so many people were streaming it. Right. So I'll, I'll take that W. Um, About red flags. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And there's this author named uh Robert... Cooper?
6: I think that's what you said earlier. Robert
0: yeah. Cooper. Robert who, Cooper. Yep. What else I hear? Uh, Richard Cooper. Richard Cooper. Oh, that's Cooper. right. Okay. He got a book called The Unplugged Alpha. And
6: <laughs> I'm sorry, I've already got a laugh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he came up with this thing called the twenty red flags to avoid when dating women. Mm. Now he also, um, for full transparency here he has another video, another thing called thirty two things men must stop doing when trying to date women. Mm-hmm. And So we have that list, too. That okay. can, a little long-winded there. but uh, <clears throat> So let's just talk about some of these. Uh, I'm just going to start at number one here. Daddy issues. I mean, what is a daddy issue?
6: Well, I think it's something um, pejorative that men say about women who grow up in a family without a father or with an absentee or, you know, the kind of father that's not emotionally available. And the thing is, like, nobody asks for daddy issues. So when you start doing that to people, it's kind of like saying, sorry, but... I can't say that on the radio. But there are things about yourself that you can't change.
0: Kind of like saying, sorry, sorry <laughs> about your luck.
6: Yeah. <laughs> sorry about the luck of the draw there, buddy. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So. I mean, now look, I, I get it, but I think there's plenty of examples, too, of people growing up in great homes. Now, the flip side of that is we glorify single motherdom in this country right now. And so you can't glorify single moms and complain about daddy issues simultaneously. Well,
6: you sure can. I mean, that's the thing. It's like right now, if we are glorifying or vilifying one thing, that's wrong anyway. But one there causes are, there the are, other. Well, there are single mothers that are knocking it out of the park and there are single mothers that suck. Just like there are, you know, fathers that are doing a great job, there are fathers that are not there. The problem is that we as a society wants to clump everyone into this box that says <laughs> single mothers. So everyone in this box is X, Y, or Z. Everyone in this absentee father or this daddy issues or this, you know, alpha male or whatever the box is we try to make it into something that explains everyone that fits that description and that's why i get mad when we start talking about this is a red flag because like you can't quantify everybody in that category that way
0: well i I also like uh, when i say i like i I find it humorous that we pretend that men don't have daddy issues
6: oh yes (laughs) look have you watched top gun Top gun. Yes. That is all about a dude with a big old daddy issue. Yeah, there, is.
0: <laughs> there are definitely guys with daddy issues, right. you know, so th- there's that. All right. I think that's a lot of, oh, I'm going to catch hell for this. I, I think that's a lot of what's going on in Jackson. There's a mm-hmm. lot, a lot, a lot of daddy issues going on. There are a lack thereof. Yeah. You know, I mean, men I, in the home.
6: I hate to sound like a psychologist, but a stable male role model is important growing up. And it, it does shape who you are as a person.
0: Absolutely. All right. Uh, number two here on the list is that avoid feminists. If they're okay. a feminist, that's a red flag. And I and I made the point that somehow or another, due to the trans movement, that me and feminists have sort of ended up on the same team here lately.
6: Well, and I think it depends on your definition of feminist, because <clears> I had a friend that was definitely a feminist, and I used to say I'm not one. And one day, and, and I'm I'm speaking from the very middle right here when I say this, she was like, well, do you believe that women can do anything men can? I was like, I mean, yeah, within reason, like I can't, you know, pick up a. Four hundred pound log and you know chunk it to the end of the road like in those neither, lumberjack competitions. But
0: neither, neither can I.
6: I mean, yeah, but so like, but we went through this and she's like, "Do you think you should have the same you know opportunities?" Blah 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 blah. And I said yes to all of these because they were all pretty. And she said, "Well, then you're a feminist." And I was like, "I need definitions because I I wouldn't call myself a feminist, but yeah, as a as a female entrepreneur, as a female firefighter, as a lot of things, you could clump me in there. And if you ask me the right questions, I might not say no
0: let me ask you the right question here
6: okay
0: and I, and this isn't a political thing at all this sure. just do you think women should be on the front lines in battle
6: yes okay. well i mean i think okay i think if you can measure Pass up to the, the, the same PTs. standards yeah yeah, okay. yeah if you can if you can do what it takes to get there then yes but just because you're a female no
0: okay like
6: cool. don't just change the rules for me got
0: you it know. got it uh let's see here there was one here that i the unhappy and unlucky avoid the unhappy unlucky type women i me, I,
6: I think that's real <laughs> the more yeah. they complain the more they act like they're a, a victim that's bad yeah that's it's always
0: it, it's always everybody's fault but there's one common denominator the person in and the it's mirror. her yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's see here um it says avoid the type of woman that competes with you
6: fair yeah
0: you know, like, like everything, one, a one-upper, I guess is how I get that.
6: Yeah, and I think that goes both ways. I think that's males. I mean, I I think a lot of these are human, not necessarily men or women. Because, I mean, if you're trying to date somebody and they're constantly trying to be one better than you, who wants to do that?
0: Absolutely. All right, number five, keeps men from her past around. I, this one's a little tricky. That's tricky. Yeah. Define men because there's baby daddies that you have no control over because it's custody things mm-hmm. and this, that, and the other. Um, now, we're just talking about just exes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a problem with that. But there's there's some things you can't control.
6: Well, and I think you could talk to most of my exes. And I'm a pacifist. So, like, when we break up, I always have, like, a period of six year, I mean six months to a year that I have to cool off. And, like, you suck and you're the worst. And I'm telling all my friends how much you're the worst and all that. But after that, like, I liked you for a reason. You know, I mean, I wouldn't have been there if there hadn't been something redeeming about you. Now, there are some that that no, absolutely not. But there's a couple of my exes that are still in my life that it's nothing but the fact that we got along as humans. Now, if I was dating somebody that had a particular problem with one, I'd be like, can you guys sit down and talk? Because I don't want to lose the guy I'm dating. But then this person's been in my life for 10 years. How are you going to come in here, Mr. Six Months, and say, cut him out completely? Yeah, You know,
0: well, if you've, if you have, if it's crossed back over into the friend zone yeah, and it's never coming out of there, I think, you yeah, know, it's never coming I out of there. You know <laughs> yeah. And I think too, a lot of these things here are geared towards younger men. I people, think so People too. in their twenties, girls in their twenties. We're not
6: talking generation X here on some of these. Yeah. No,
0: no, not, not at all. So I, cause I think once you, when you get into your forties, you've lived a complicated life, especially <laughs> if you've ended up in your forties and single.
6: Well, and plus, know, things and, have happened. Yeah. And plus in some of the circles that we're in, like, I mean, we're all from this central Mississippi area. I I work with several people that I dated at younger times. I say several, at least two people that I dated at a different time in my life or went on a date with is a better way to put it. You know, it's not like – but the fact is we cross paths throughout our lives. You can't just say I have to disqualify this person over here who I'm about to do a business deal with because my partner is uncomfortable, you know.
0: Well, I think if you're in a solid relationship, your partner – should help quell any of your insecurities
6: absolutely yes yeah
0: i I think there's that all right let's see here it says avoid women who are bad with money
6: i mean that's fair to an extent um but if she's not asking you to give her money yeah you know some of us I, i i can say i have worked for myself my whole life i have been the one who supplied my own money my whole life and yeah i've made some big dumb mistakes but in the end um you know i'm learning yeah. Um, I wouldn't disqualify myself, but then again, if I was asking everybody I came across for money, then yeah, avoid that. that Somebody with you know, that kind of problem is, is frightening.
0: All right. Number seven here. <clears throat> this is a given, you yeah, those violent type women, mm-hmm. you know, that just had the physical, <laughs> physical outburst. Yeah. You know, I think that, that, that punching you or fighting other women or any of that is the way to go.
6: I dated a dude whose, um, ex-girlfriend had thrown a full coffee pot at his head and I was like what happened after that? And he's like, well, I mean, we worked it out. Why? Why? (laughs) She threw a full coffee pot at your head.
0: That was one of the 32 things he says men need to quit doing is getting back with exes repeatedly,
6: Hmm.
0: you know, like regardless of the reason you broke up, but if you you break up more than once or twice, you know, stop.
6: Well, and I think that different genders do that for different reasons. Yeah. And we can, we can do that now or we can do that later if you want.
0: Yeah. Well, All right. Well, hell, we're on it. Let's go. Okay.
6: So I think guys do that because it's easy, because you know what to expect, because you know you're going to get it there, because, you know, all that kind of stuff. I think girls do it for security. You know, again, you know what to expect. But for guys, it's about like, well, I don't have to go do any, I don't have to make any effort. For girls, it's like, I mean, I guess it's the same. But in one case, it's more of a sex thing. In the other, it's more of a security thing.
0: Do You think that sometimes too, they just don't want their notch count to go up?
6: Is this younger generation thinking about that? I don't know. I mean, that's, uh, I think as an adult.
0: They talk about it a lot. They do talk about counts, it a lot. Body count, this, that, and the other. So it makes me think that they think about it a lot. Well,
6: and you know what? I'm glad you said that because the other night um, I was sitting in a group of friends and everybody was talking about their body <laughs> count, which I just think is a tacky conversation anyway. But, you know, it's like. the
0: numbers, The number, if it's above one, can't be low enough.
6: Right, exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, someone in our group told her body count and some guy jumps in immediately and is like, and now we multiply that by three. And she's like, excuse me. And he's like, well, I mean, that's the rule, right? Men divided by three, women multiply by three. And she was like, so you're going to say that I, you know, now we're into the high double digits based on what she had said. And he was like, I'm just saying that's the rule. Dude will never score again in that group of friends because of his saying that to her. So don't be a dummy. All right. You know,
0: uh, I, I'm with you on that, but I will say this to, To the back and forth, back together again, off again, on again stuff. If you're going to be in a relationship like that, may I implore you to keep it off social media.
6: Yeah, please don't put us all through it.
0: (laughs) just just keep it off social media. Right. Because when I see you out in public, I'm going to laugh at you.
6: Right. Oh, there they are. Oh, the fifth
0: time y'all been back together. (laughs) Right. You hated him last week. You love her this week. Uh, There it is. All right. So let's see here without that news break these segments are lasting forever yeah i like it i like Good it Good
6: thing we have a lot of content
0: absolutely uh it says avoid extremely jealous women that should be a red flag absolutely agreed uh if you know <clears throat> i think dude, that comes with age mm-hmm. and especially if you get into your 40s and you're dating somebody if they're extremely jealous in their 40s it means they didn't they never got any better yes you know so definitely avoid that uh and I can only relate to these as a forty-five-year-old dude.
6: Right. right, I'm trying now. to remember like back in the day, but yeah. Because
0: number nine is avoid red flags if she's a party girl. Okay. You know, now I just think there's a difference in enjoying a party and being somebody who every photo they have is at a bar. You know, they got a drink in their hand in every photo. It's every weekend they're over wherever they go. You know, I I think that as a guy who owned was in the bar business for 15 plus years. Mm-hmm. You know, and never sustained a successful relationship through that entire time. I think it's safe to say that avoid the party people, period.
6: Well, and I think that it's, again, so one thing that I've talked about a lot lately is the difference between what is unplugged and what is for show on social media and all that kind of thing. So, if you look at like somebody who posts the bar pictures, so every time they're in the bar, they post the pictures, but we don't know what they're, say they go two nights a week and that's when they post or one night a week and that's when they post. That's not an accurate depiction of what they're actually doing with their lives. Now, but are that, their priorities that's, potentially? That's what they
0: want you to think.
6: Well, or that's when they're having fun and well. that's when they're posting pictures of their friends. Okay. So again, I have to bring it back to, we need to like look at a big picture here, but social media doesn't allow us a big picture. Is she a party girl? Let me ask you something. Does she walk in drunk? Does she immediately start hitting on every dude in the bar? Or is she the one that walks in and, in my case, sits down because the bartender's her best friend, stays for two hours at the bar, and then leaves? You know? And, I, again, I'm just using myself as an example because it's easier than calling somebody else out. You know? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think that there's – we need to be careful of stereotypes. I'm always going to go back to that.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. Number 10 i 100 percent disagree with this one we'll take a break after this one sure uh it says avoid heavily tatted or pierced girls
6: i mean that's that's your preference i'm not gonna
0: yeah that's like a preference thing and i don't say a preference for me one way or another right i just think that i'm probably biased i have a bunch of tattoos right so i can't tell you to avoid uh tattooed women and then uh, then uh, then then avoid me
6: well, and and the whole thing is like again, that's that dude making his own list of stereotypes he doesn't like. You know, I mean, that one dude decided that these are the things that are bad.
0: Now, for just a clarification, this guy's from Canada.
6: Oh, see, I mean, in Canada, like they so, don't even have salt in their butter, man.
0: They don't even have grits.
6: <laughs> right. They've never had.
0: They've never eaten at Crystals or Waffle House.
6: Right. Exactly.
0: All right, let's take a break real quick. We'll come yep. back, man. We're going <laughs> to just have a little fun today. This is The Clay Edwards Show, joined in the studio by Therese Apple, live in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into The Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by A1 Gear and Auto, located right there on Highway 49 South in Florence. Go see Justin and his team for all of your automotive repair needs. But what they really specialize in is your rear end differential ring and pinion stuff having any issues you hear a roaring going on back there you've gotten some new uh upsized wheels and tires you need to go out there and let them get your gear ratios set up properly or you're losing a lot of power you're wasting a lot of money on gas uh they can definitely take care of that but hey stuff as little as your check engine light being on your ac not blowing cold or today like today your heat not blowing warm enough then get all that they even do blinker fluid
6: blinker fluid
0: I was waiting to see if anybody caught that.
6: Yeah. Well, if you didn't catch that, you might want to go get yours checked.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. They're they, they are running a special right now on Blinker <laughs> Fluids out there at A1 Gear and Auto. Right. Yeah, look, any any issues going on with your vehicle, Justin and his team are top notch. They do not play around. Got <clears throat> some of the best shop rates in town, too. And uh, they. I'm co-signing on it. They do great work. Everybody that's been over there that heard it on the radio mm-hmm. has uh, has spoken very highly of them. Uh, we send some stuff over there with Ellis Autoplex to work on for us. Mm-hmm. And, man, they get it back quicker than you can imagine. Yeah. So, very, very, very quick turnaround time. They're obviously very popular in the Jeep community because every time I go over there, there's a half dozen Jeeps in the parking lot. They work on more Jeeps than anywhere else. So, if you got a Jeep or any other thing, anything else for that matter, A1 Gear and Auto, uh, give them a call today. 601 939 1060. All right. We got Therese Apel, darkforcepressnow.com yep. and studio. We're going back and getting the females take on the 20 red flags that men should watch out when they're dating females.
6: Some of them are legit and some of them are just like some dude has got a problem.
0: So we talked during the break, and I, I do want to bring this to air, uh, about the tattoo yeah. being a, a sexual deviancy. Okay. All right. So the last thing we talked about was, it says avoid heavily tattooed or pierced women. And you said, well... There's actually some studies that show people who have a lot of tattoos have some deviancies.
6: Well, and it was actually classified by the FBI oh. in previous decades as a sexual deviance known as pikerism. Um, and that is, I mean, it's the same, it's the same name as like somebody who stabs somebody to death. It's just deriving pleasure from stabbing or that kind of penetration. Um which is probably not the right word to use. But the point is um, there is a deviance that at, at one point went along with that. But that was long before, you know, now tattoos are considered such a different way of expressing yourself. You know, back then it was like it was a mark or it was, you know, because you were in the Navy or it was a gang or it was, you know, those kind of things. So to have excessive tattoos did indicate something other because that was not the culture at the time. So if he was talking about, you know, heavily tattooed in 1975 or 1985, that's a whole different discussion than here in 2023. And that's that just comes from my, you know, studies and my um, my education in criminal justice.
0: Like I was saying, the first time I remember seeing a woman on TV with a tattoo was when was when uh, Pamela Anderson got her barbed wire tattoo. Right. And I'm sure obviously there were probably some other women who had them at the time. It just that's the first one that. Snuck out with, like, this beautiful supermodel-looking yeah. woman went and got a tattoo. And I'll be honest, I ain't like it. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I think the whole world
6: went, ooh. And then, yeah. like, some people went, ooh. And some people went, ooh.
0: And then a bunch of a bunch of the local knockoffs of her went and got mm-hmm. the same tattoos. Right. So there's that. All right. <clears throat> Going into number, where are we at? Ah. Well, we've kind of hit this already. But number 11, uh, avoid the ones with a big body count. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing about that. It ain't like there's a car fax on, on on people.
6: And I have yeah. often said we should start date facts because yeah. then you could like look up John Brown or whoever you dated, and you could be like, well, first
0: of all, <laughs> <laughs> let me let me add like like a Wikipedia page. Right. Mean, let me update this. <laughs> you know, yeah. another service record. Uh-huh. Well, so it says a void, but look, with, with that, I mean, use common sense.
6: Oh yeah. yeah. Well, and the thing is too, it's like, and I texted you after you did this on the show the other day, but. You know, you've got to look at people who, you know, have have maybe gone through um, recovery or in so many cases, you've got people who lived a different young life mm-hmm. than they are as an adult or people who went through a period of time in their life that they were dealing with something and acted out. And that doesn't just go along with body count. That goes with addiction and all oh, yeah. kinds of things. Well, so right, I, you know,
0: I, I know I came to the conclusion that if, if, if she don't hit at least two or three of these. Yeah, that's a red flag. She's
6: a red flag if she doesn't have some of these issues. Yeah, like yeah. You,
0: she's too young for you, bro.
6: Right, exactly. <laughs> you know? Like fourteen is not a good age, man. Yeah.
0: So, I, th- <laughs> I think to me that's the, that'd be the biggest red flag because I'm an, I'm gonna have a lot of red flags on oh, the male yeah. version of this, and I'm gonna need somebody that you know got to balance out. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna have to have had some. I'm going guy. I'm gonna have some. Right. You know, it's like trade, fair is fair.
6: Well, and that's why, honestly, like, I, I'm kind of anti-red flag, not because we shouldn't be looking for those red flags, but because we use them to qualify people and disqualify them. Yep. You know.
0: All right, number 12, and I 100% disagree with this one. It says avoid single mothers. I have no problem with yeah. that. That is what it is. That's a jerk. Um, 13, women seeking validation.
6: Uh, It depends on why they're seeking validation. Because, I mean, I can go out there and blaze my own trail and do awesome, but if the man that I want does not recognize that, like, like if he's not sitting there in my corner going, that's my girl, yeah, there's going to be a period of time that I'm like, dude, do you not see what I'm doing? Like, do you not see that I'm awesome? And whether that's right or not, that's me trying to win his approval. Now, yeah. there comes a point where that woman needs to say, if I'm never going to have your approval, you're never going to have me again. So, bye.
0: I like it. Uh, 14. Uh, see, I like this one. She was a If she was a sugar baby.
6: If she had been a sugar baby or if she is your sugar baby now?
0: I think it's if she had been a sugar baby.
6: Oh, that's a tough one because if I could be a sugar baby, I don't know if I would or would not. Like that would be a situation where I would sit down and and weigh the pros and cons. Yeah. And like I tend to think of myself as somebody who would make a pretty good girlfriend and does make a pretty good girlfriend. So.
0: I I was talking before I went on the air about, um, you, you know, I was saying, could I one day see the show just being a sugar daddy for myself here. But if I could one day see the show where I wasn't all political and controversial and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and I could walk into somewhere like Coca-Cola and get a sponsorship. Yeah. I'm at the point in my life where I could have no problem selling out yeah. to an extent. Yeah. You know, like, like, you know, like Metallica says, Yep, yeah, we sold out every stadium and <laughs> arena we play. Right. You know, I, I could probably get down with that. Um, so as you get older and you're at different points in your life, mm-hmm. there's different fights to be fought. Right. And, uh,
6: well, yeah. and, and I used to have a friend in college and she said her mother always told her, marry the first time for money, marry the second time for love. And I was always like, but why would you want to marry for anything other than love? And then, you know, you go through a couple decades of being married or dating or whatever. And you're like, yeah, but you know, if we could go be not necessarily completely in love in Cancun, that'd be great. You know? <laughs> that'd be yeah. fine.
0: Or, or go through a couple of decades of being broke.
6: Right, right. That's you know. true,
0: too. <laughs> um, all right. I think number 15 here, it's a given. A, uh, avoid pathological liars.
6: 100%. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> like, we don't even need to put that on the list. So. No. Well, I guess a, the sad thing is we do need to put that on the list.
0: I guess. Uh, all right. It says avoid women that have baby rabies.
6: Um. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, if if her goal is to, I guess that's if her goal is to get pregnant, is that what that would be?
6: Uh, yeah, that would be one of the ones that, like, wants a baby.
0: No. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. Not at this point in life. Mm -mm. Uh, 17, if she throws hissy fits.
6: Yeah, because that's nothing but a timber tantrum. Like, you're allowed to do that until you're about six years old, and then stop it.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: Or extreme um, cold shoulder. Like, that extreme silent treatment counts as that, too, if you ask me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I I am the King Kong of passive-aggressive. Mm-hmm. So I can't. (laughs) <laughs> saying much about giving people the cold shoulder. That's one. Right. <laughs> maybe I'm a little guilty of that. Red flag. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Not being in control of the birth. I don't know if I understand what that means.
6: I don't understand what that means either. But
0: that would go back to like baby rabies maybe.
6: Wait, if it's not being in control. Of, like if she won't let you. I, I don't I don't know what that means. Okay. I don't yeah. know. Uh, uh, Is that about abortion?
0: Maybe so. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Not <laughs> Nineteen drama queens. Avoid drama queens. I agree. Now, now let me say this about drama queens and calling girls crazy Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, That's a bit of a catch-all,
6: and and that's fair. So here I I am doing exactly what I hate. But yeah, it's a it's a bit
0: of a it's a bit of a cop out too because it goes back to like if you got a girl that complains about every guy she dated and they were all Mm -hmm. jerks, they were all this, they were all that. But there's always that one common denominator: the person in the mirror. Flip side on guys. If every girl you dated was crazy, yada yada yada, maybe you're the the common denominator. Yeah, there's
6: a common denominator, yeah. You know.
0: And I mean, because I, I mean I've had three or four nut jobs that mm-hmm. I dated and I've had four or five that were just fine. Well it we just didn't work out. You yeah, know?
6: and I can say though also as being like I'm I'm pretty even keel. You know, so when I see a chick over here losing her mind because, I mean, one thing I hate, and I'll say it out loud knowing there are people that may be listening that fit in this category, but if I am a friend of your man and you send me a friend request on Facebook, I already am inclined not to accept it if I don't know you. Because already I feel like you're probably stalking me for no good reason and all that. So there there are things like that that are drama things that I'm like, as a female, I'm like, you've got a problem, lady. You, but on the other hand I get that I am kind of unique in that situation.
0: Do you think that let's okay let's talk about the friend's girlfriend for a second. Uh-huh. Do you think that she goes through his posts and pictures and stuff and looks to see how many of the how how many of those the same girl has liked and hearted and tries to put this mathematical equation together?
6: I know women that do. Yeah. Yeah, like and and I mean it's a different situation but at one point I was dating a guy that I thought I was dating and then, am I getting into something here? No, Is there somebody no. going to be mad at me out there? Somewhere? No, uh-uh, um, uh-uh. But I was just dating- a
0: conversation I had the other day and yeah. that, I, that you, you hit on there and made me think about something.
6: Okay, well, there was a guy I thought I was dating, and then it turns out there was another girl that thought I was she was dating him, and she had gone through everything and, like, had seen all the places where he liked things and whatever like that. For me, I don't do that. So whenever all this stuff breaks loose and she's like, well, then he liked this one, and then he liked this one. And, and granted, we're already having this conflict of, like, Okay, but we're both dating him, so we both need to just let this go. She's going through everything that she stalked, and there was a part of me. It's like, but is he worth all that? Because I, I wouldn't. So yeah, people do that.
0: If he's doing all that, he's not worth all that, right? I mean, I think that's the the final conclusion there. All right, so I was just guys do that too, by the way. Yeah, there there's guys out there that will they'll try to put that that formula together. and am like, well, Steve liked your post 37 times everything you post, Steve likes, right. You know, so that, that happens on both sides. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. I Last one. There's actually two more. I added one. The last one of his is people with addictions. I think that goes without saying.
6: Well, and I think, you know, again, that kind of comes back to, um, to what we talked about, you know, I mean, you're going to have people who have had addictions. You're going to have people who have, have had a different life. And the question is where are they in their journey? And, you know, is it a place where they're fully recovered or they still have some work to do? That
0: I have no problem it. with somebody with a past addiction. Sure, sure. Active addictions is, would be my, would yeah. be my. no, I agree. M- the thorn in my side. And look, this is, this is one that rubs some people the wrong way, but shake that purse. If it sounds like the Rankin County mating call, the pill bottle shaking. Oh, sure. Yeah. I need, I need to see what's in that pill bottle. Yeah. You know, is it, is it, is it, is it all these antidepressants and. You know, again, alone by themselves, not an issue, but if you're mixing that with vodka and uh, you've got a pill to get up, a pill to go to sleep, a pill to maintain while you're up, I'm just it's going to be enough for me.
6: Well, and again, that goes back to my whole, like, beating the drum of get to know somebody before you date them. Yeah. Because, I mean, alone, a pill, a pill <clears throat> bottle or a, what am I trying to say? The medicine cabinet can be scary if you look at it alone, but if you have known this person and gotten to know them, you may know exactly what all that's for. But the problem is that we meet somebody and we're involved with them within two weeks. And then we don't know where this sudden like, oh, my gosh, why is he insane? Well, that's because we didn't get to know him. And we didn't see the insane before we jumped right in with both feet.
0: I have a theory about that. Okay. I think it's kind of a 30 day rule. Mm
6: -hmm.
0: I think you can only hide your crazy for about 30 days. I mean, you can only put up this facade. Yeah. For about 30 days for the I don't care who you are or what the facade starts to crack. Yeah. I mean, you get, you got to get to know the person a little bit after about 30, especially if you spend any, you know, real time together, not just one date a week. Yeah. You know, if you talk a lot, if you're around each other a lot, about 30 days.
6: Well, and like, I have a friend that's seeing a dude that, um, make a long story short, they have not been seeing each other that long. And he asked her for a threesome. And when she said, that's really not my speed. Well, then he loses his mind. And then like the next day I all like no it's cool like whatever and kind of pretended like it didn't happen. I was like major red flag there not because I mean people have their kinks like whatever your thing is I'm not going to judge you. But when she says <laughs> I, am. I mean I mean <laughs> I'm judging. trying to I'm trying to be diplomatic here okay but but the thing is when she says no that's where you go cool yeah. okay and then you decide if you want to c- keep dating but it's not like suddenly go verbally abusive on her because she doesn't share your values within 2 weeks of
0: dating you right. know Rick texts in and says, it's not always a red flag if she's throwing a timber tantrum. Sometimes she could just be hungry.
6: That is true. Hungry <laughs> <laughs> even.
0: Yeah. Great, great call there. Let's yeah. see. Uh, Reagan can says, uh, number 21, uh, hold on. I'm waiting on my phone to upload here. It's number 21. If she's built like King Kong Bundy or Adrian Adonis, kick her to the curb or in front of an Amtrak. Oh, come on. Everybody's got their thing. Uh, josh text in on the guns and gear text line and says if you have your first kiss and she tells you to keep the skull baby that might be a red flag maybe not maybe wait wait
6: wait so does he mean he kissed her with skull in his mouth yeah and it's supposed to be a red flag if she's not into that
0: if she tells you to keep it i guess if she's into it maybe oh, it's okay. gonna be a red flag
6: i um, um yeah okay <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, says, uh, I'd say avoid anyone with gang affiliations, most likely nasty lifestyles. Well, yeah. I yeah, know, absolutely. People in gangs don't avoid people in gang situations, but otherwise.
6: Right. Well, it's a good way to get yourself trafficked or beaten in. I mean, jumped in or things like that. So,
0: yeah. Uh, to your point about the threesome, somebody says if they ask for a threesome after two weeks, that's a, that's three red flags.
6: Yes. That is so. a whole lot of red flags on that.
0: All right, let's take a break, come back, clear the air. We got some more things to talk about. In the third hour, if Teresa's going to hang out with us, I want to get into this Memphis police thing. Sure. You know, Absolutely. we'll kind of, kind of get this back on, on track here a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to get your opinions on it. I, I took a few days to digest all of it before I gave my opinion on it. Yeah. And I think that was the best thing for me. So this is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. 1039 WYA. Breaking rules when necessary. We did that in the last segment.
6: Yes,
3: as so, we do.
0: We, we broke a rule or two. I, hey, real quick. All right, so we got to the end of that list, and mm-hmm. the top. of I must let's save the Memphis stuff, and we'll have the whole third hour for sure. Because I know that's going to light the phones up. I want to wrap up some of this uh, pimping and simping and alpha toxicity <laughs> dating stuff. All this nonsense, stuff. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. We were just talking. I here's the thing. I have a problem with guys that do. I'm gonna call dudes out. Okay. I can't stand dudes that use this crutch when a girl don't like them. Of. She just likes jerks. She don't like nice guys.
6: Same. I'm so and glad I, you said that. And
0: I'm like, bro, she just don't like you. Right. Because you can be nice mm-hmm. and get the girl you want to be with or the girl that you like. The girls will like you if you're nice. Especially, right. this is something you get. This is the benefit of being in your 40s mm-hmm. is a lot of times, for instance, maybe a girl did like bad guys mm-hmm. and, or maybe was in a terrible relationship, terrible marriage, whatever. Nice guy is complete opposite of that. They They want something different. So there's all kind of variables there. But at the end of the day, even when I was younger, in my 20s, I never bought into the don't like nice guys saying that she just don't like you. Right. You know.
6: Well, and I did a TikTok about this the other day because the fact is, like, every guy presents as a nice guy. You know, it's like whether he's the worst player in the world or whether he's the best nice guy in the world, they're going to present as a nice guy. So you start off liking them because they're nice to you. And then by the time you figure out what they are, sometimes you're deep enough in it that now it's a problem trying to get away. Now that now you're having relationship issues, you know, it's that kind of thing. But the other thing is, too, it's about confidence. If you're a nice guy, but you're kind of that guy that's like a little too crowdy, a little too nice, a little too in my space, a little too assuming that because you're nice, that qualifies you. You know, that's just as bad as assuming that just because, you know, any other thing. Um, and, and so that's the problem, and it goes for girls too. I mean, I've been the girl that's too nice in my life, and it's some people. It's going to freak them out because they're not used to nice people, and those people have something they need to work through. But otherwise, everyone presents as nice, and so you're being nice up front doesn't make one bit of difference. Well,
0: first off, if, if nice is your stick, mm-hmm. that's fake, right? You know what I mean? Like if, if you're, that's what
6: you're using as your thing, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You're like <clears throat> if you're being nice as that that's how you're presenting yourself as a come on mm-hmm. or you know what you hope people are attracted to right it's not authentic
6: well and sometimes the honestly the biggest jerks i've seen are the ones who abuse that i'm so nice think yeah. but this is what i did for you and now you owe me like well you didn't do it for the right reason then
0: uh, I, absolutely that's the other thing i hate that guys do and i guess girls probably do this too but i can only speak for my gender here sure if you give somebody something because you're trying to be nice mm-hmm. and then y'all break up or whatever and you try to take your stuff back or you throw it in their face that, well, I did this for you. I did that for you. Well, obviously it wasn't enough. Right. You know, if she likes you. We wouldn't be in this situation.
6: Well, and it also is as simple as you go on a date. He pays for dinner, and now he expects for some extracurriculars to happen. You know, it's like, no, in this world, the whole thing is, it used to be back in the day, that's why you, quote, courted. As cheesy as that old word is, you sat on the front porch for a little while while Grandpa watched out the window or whatever. You know, you got to know each other, that kind of thing. But now we're all so selfish, and we're all so focused on what can I get from this that and i'm sure i mean women do it too like you see these women on tiktok talking about like if he ain't doing your hair and if he ain't buying your nails then he ain't the one you know what like i don't want a guy paying for my hair and nails until we are married and even then i'm gonna make my own money you know i don't see a need to have to make it like that but it's because in today's world everybody wants something from everybody else it's not about like i am with this person because i think they're an amazing person that i want to be with
0: what is chivalry dead
6: in its truest form, <laughs> I think, um, Ooh, that is such a good question. I see if we're talking about chivalry, like men being gentlemen,
3: yeah. I see
6: it out there every day. But I also see it being abused and made toxic every day, too. You know, again, that whole, but I did this for you, so you owe me. Um, but I also see men every day that are, you know, just doing their best to to do what their mama taught them, you know, to, to treat women the way their grandma enforced growing up. And and I still believe in that. Um, and I think if you've got one of those and you're one of these women that pitches fits and, you know, is dramatic and checks his Facebook all the time, then, you know, you are grossly abusing the the very incredibly unique thing that you have.
0: What about joint Facebook accounts? How do you feel about this? <laughs>
6: Oh, you're just really backing me in corners today, aren't you? <laughs> I was actually scrolling Facebook yesterday thinking about that. Um Who cheated? I'm gonna yeah <laughs> I was gonna say I'm gonna take the diplomatic uh answer here and just say, Well it depends on why they have it like that.
0: Now, I know some people who like the other person did not want to be on social media, but Mm -hmm. like say the girl, for instance, wanted to social media, but she didn't want to get hit on all the time. Yeah. So I know there are those cases where that's the reason why it's a joint account. Mm -hmm. It's basically to say, hey, I am married on the front end. Right. And I get that. But then there's those where they combine the accounts. Right. And uh, we all know that couple.
6: Well, and we've all watched it when it's like they have their separate accounts and they both have pictures of themselves with their other significant other. And then all of a sudden it's like she's got a picture with her kids and he's got a picture with his kids and there's no pictures with each other. And then all of a sudden they've got a joint account.
0: So one of the, uh, on this other list I have of the 32 things men need to stop doing, Mm -hmm. one of them was stop putting a picture of you and your significant other as your profile picture. No. No. It says I mean, men shouldn't do that. It says, now, if the girl wants to do that, fine, but the men don't need to do it. See,
6: that's another, again, and and people, things like that force me to use words I don't like, like alpha. Toxic like, alpha. Like, that's some toxic alpha out there who made that up because some nice guy out there who loves his wife wants to put a picture. And so now some woman has said to him, well, look, you know, Bob over here, he has a picture of him and his wife. Well, he shouldn't do that. He's a simp. So now it's on some list that some guy made on the Internet. And now men everywhere are, like, reading that and being like, oh, I better take down the picture of me and my wife. That's what I think about that.
0: We have hit a nerve here in the Matt Fluid Studios.
6: Well, and it's it's because, honestly, like, to me, that would be the ultimate... Like, I've had one boyfriend that did that, and it turned out he made me take it down after two days because the girl that he married without telling me several months later saw it, and he was like, I didn't realize how accessible you are. (laughs) So, yeah. I thought I was going to be able to hide in plain (laughs) (laughs) sight. Right, exactly. I thought you could put that on your Facebook and, you know, whatever. So, anyway.
0: Let's go back to the chivalry thing. Sure. I what is chivalry what does that look like in 2023
6: it's respect and i think i mean i'm there needs to be a female word for chivalry too um to be fair but it's it's just respect for somebody as a human and and at their station in life like i am not mad when a man opens a door for me because i open the door for elderly people if if a guy's walking up and his hands are full i'll open the door for him like i don't to me, when you open a door for somebody, it's saying, "I see you there as a human, and you're walking through the same door I am, so I'll pull it open."
0: So you know, you know it, we, everybody always goes back to the men opening the car doors for women. Sure. Or opening door—that's chivalry. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so much more than that.
6: Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, well, how do
0: you treat people? You know, are you sympathetic to what they're going through? Mm-hmm. You know, are you polite? You know, let, let me ask this. We got to take a break here, but I want to ask sure. this real quick. You're in your forties. <clears throat> You've been married before. You haven't been married before. Either way, should men still ask the girl's father for permission to marry their daughter in their 40s or if they or if you're the second or third husband or something like that? Should should that still be a thing?
6: I don't know that. I mean, at this age that it should be a thing. But like if I was with a guy and he bothered to go to Ohio and ask my dad or call my dad or whatever like that, I would think that that was a show of respect for my father More than me. I mean, I think that would just be him reaching out and being like, I recognize your station in your daughter's life, and I want to make sure it's okay with you if I join the family. You know, I I don't see that as like something that should or shouldn't happen, but I think that it matters when it does.
0: Would that kind of fall under chivalry a little bit? I think so, yeah. I like it. Let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edward Show, joined by Therese Apel, com. We'll be right back live on 103.9 W-Y-A-B. Breaking rules. All right. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mac Hike and Flowood Studios. We've got about two minutes before the top of the hour yep. break, but we've got a whole other hour and we're going to dive into some uh, true crime stuff, the Memphis sure. police stuff. Some more details are starting to come out. More people are being arrested. And I really want to get, don't answer this right now, but I want to tease it. Okay. I really want to get your thought on the two EMTs being dismissed for not getting involved. Yes. I 100% disagree with that. Okay. But think we're probably on the same page there, being an EMT yourself of sorts?
6: I, I have thoughts on it.
0: Okay, I want to get them. Yeah, because the, it, it rubbed me wrong, because okay. I don't think there's a hero clause that you have to do. You don't have to be a good Samaritan. I don't, I don't think you should have to engage yourself into something just because. Because under any other circumstances, if you engage yourself, the cops would arrest you for interfering with police activity. So now for not breaking the law, they lost their job. So I got some strong thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. All right, look, I appreciate you guys entertaining the second hour here. I love these red flags, dating conversations. Yeah. Obviously, y'all do, too. Text messages blew up. Well, I told you Wednesdays were probably going to be that day. Today, this week, it was Tuesdays. Sure. But uh, we had a good Well, one. I've got
6: plenty of red flag um, situations that we can discuss. So Tuesday is a good day for All that.
0: All right, we'll do it on Tuesdays. All <laughs> right, we'll be right back on 1039-WYAB. Keith's Lock and Key can do that for you. They're statewide, and obviously, if they fix your, if they're for your home and business, they're mobile. The only thing they don't do is automobiles. So pull your phone out, lock this number in, 601-278-1459, 601-278-1459. They're old school. They ain't got a website. They don't really do social media. That That is the owner's cell phone number. You can shoot him a text. You give him a call. His name's Brad Grammer. I went to school with him. He inherited the business from his father when he passed away. And uh, they just good, good folks. 601-278-1459. That's Keith's Lock and Key. All right, hmm. That was fun. That was fun. Um, next Tuesday we have this list over here of 32 things men need Goodness to stop doing. gracious. And we got through about like half of it during the break. I'm going
3: to
6: need some girls to call in on this. okay? Yeah. Because he just read me some of it and it's like... I mean, <clears throat> this man who makes this list, y'all, I, I can't with him. And i I'm, I mean, I'm pretty tolerant, <laughs> like, <laughs> but I can't. So yeah, you'll want to tune in.
0: Yeah, you're definitely gonna want to tune in next Tuesday, we, we, and there's no telling what else we'll add to it by then. Mm-hmm. I, right. I hadn't had a chance to talk to you publicly. Sure. I don't even know that you, if you've given your opinion publicly. I, all that, I
6: haven't so much, but all, yeah.
0: All, all you said was you just can't
3: with
6: it. Well, at first I did say that. And then um, I posted something that was, you know, that had, it was something somebody had written about Tyree Nichols. And, um, you know, just what a peaceful person he was. What a good dude. You know, he liked, you know, riding his skateboard. And I mean, you know, like this isn't a guy that, that we expected to see this happen to, to say the least. Um,
0: Married? Yeah. Kid? Well, or with, with long-term relationship girlfriend, yeah. he was with his child. He
6: okay. He had a child, one way or the other. Yeah. Um, and there's, at least that's what know, I heard. There's all kinds of you know other talk out there. Um, and and that said, so one way or the other though, um, what happened? And I I would not watch the video. Um, and partially that's because after years and years of doing what I do, I've got to protect my peace. And I f- I think it's terrible that as a country we watched his murder as though it was entertainment. And do I think that they should hide it from us? No. And I understand the First Amendment, uh, you know, why they needed to show it. I I have no argument with the process um, from a journalistic standpoint or from a, an official standpoint why the police department would release it. But it offends my soul and my heart that we think nothing as a country now of watching an actual homicide, watch somebody beat to death, um, as though it's just – what we're doing right now.
0: I hated the way they built it up all day to release it at six or seven o'clock on a Friday. Mm-hmm. They were basically trying to create a a volatile situation at nighttime in Memphis, mm-hmm. wanting people. Well, they were basically. I thought. I felt like the media was trying to incite a riot.
6: Well, I, I think, I don't know that it was the media that didn't release it until that point. Um, but that said, I, I don't have a, an intimate knowledge of how that release happened. Um, well, the
0: police department, even. I mean, how yeah. you know, whatever. But it was built up by the media like 6 o'clock tonight. You know, like everybody mm-hmm. was planning to be by the news to watch Memphis burn.
6: Right. And, and I think, so that, that bothered me a lot. Um, I think the fact that I have ridden with units like this and I have seen them behave with the utmost decorum. Um, I've seen, you know, I've seen these guys get shot at and get in somebody's face and yell at them about you are going to ruin your life. Not you could have killed us, not now we're going to take you to jail and you're going to, you know, get what's coming to you. But son, you could have ruined your life if you would have hurt one of us. I've ridden with guys in units just like this who did it right. And so to see this be with no reason. And and literally that that seems to be and objectively, you never know what's about to come out. But that seems to be exactly the case that there was no reason for this, regardless of what they you know, oh, well, there was a traffic infraction. Um, I, I, I have issue with that.
0: Well, with these so, guys, so this was their Scorpion unit, I believe yeah, they called yeah. it. So mm-hmm. for people that may not know, that would be like the equivalent of what I talk about with Capitol Police, the jump out boys. Yeah, they call you know, them the jump flex out boys. units, yeah. you know, stuff of that street nature. street crimes
6: unit, you mm-hmm. know, VICAP, that's the <clears throat> wrong word, that's an FBI term. But like the violent, the ones that go out to curtail the violent crime, the yep. proactive units. Yep. And And they can be done the right way. And I have seen it happen.
0: Well, you know. Also, typically, they are they are out searching for the worst of the worst. Right. And those when you search for bad guys, you're gonna find bad guys. You look for bad things, you're gonna find bad things. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, bad guys don't go peacefully in the night. So they they try to run you over. Right. They try to shoot you. And look, when you start to, you start trying to run over the the good guys, they shoot back. Right. You know. So a lot of, a lot of times these these uh, homicides like that are justified.
3: Just yes. I guess that's how it's worded. Well, justifiable. And, and this
0: was not one of those cases. I'm not no, making that argument, but I'm no. just saying, you know, they, they you're going to have people <clears throat> like Pastor Pickett and Jackson going to try to, or Chalkway, going to try to spin any time uh, one of their one of their uh, one of their uh, I don't want to say it voters <clears throat> constituents. There's the word I'm looking for. One of their constituents uh, gets themselves shot. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to pin it as this type situation going back to like his apartheid and colonization and type comments and that's just not the case obviously 99 times shoot 999 times out of a thousand that is not the case it is just bad guy doing bad stuff played stupid games won a stupid prize Uh, but you do get these cases like this where it happens and it's just like oh man that's gonna make it bad on everybody else crap rolls downhill
6: well, and and the other thing is too. It's like as we've heard through the, you know, it's it's not in the official media yet. It hasn't been released officially that I have seen, but I did hear it through um, a, a pretty good source that there was a personal connection with one of these officers. And well, uh, we can we can discuss it. Okay. Um,
0: so I, I I talked about it a little bit yesterday. <clears throat> that allegedly, and I've seen conflicting reports of this too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that. He had, was having an affair with one of the cop's ex-wives, and the cop took a picture of him while he was being beat down and sent it to the ex-wife. Basically, look at what I did. Mm-hmm. In my, in, to me, that makes it a 100 times worse.
6: That's premeditated.
0: That's exactly what I said. That's yep. premeditated. And if you were able to get all your other boys in on that, that's premeditated. And that's death penalty type stuff. Yeah.
6: Well, and that's the thing. So I, I will address it as a hypothetical because we don't know for sure if that's real or not. Um, but like I said, I'd, I'd heard it from a pretty good source before I started seeing it on the internet. Um, regardless of what the relationship was, whether it was, quote, an affair, whether it was a relationship, or whether this guy is just a good guy and was trying to help her out of a bad situation, whether at some point dude had showed up at work and, you know, Tyree Nichols goes out and is like, man, don't do this here. I mean, we've all been or, or seen these bad they relationships. They work together, right, at FedEx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. allegedly they work together at FedEx. So we've all seen these relationships. But also, I mean, if you know anyone who's dated somebody who's very violent, you know that when you step into that gap right there and say, no, this isn't going to happen here, you become a target. Now, is that the case here? That has not been officially released. But if that were to be the case, hypothetically, if that's what happened, then the tragedy in this is, of course, what happened to Tyree Nichols. But it is also that somehow this guy got at least five of his friends to go along with what he was doing, whether it was a plan like, hey, guys, we're going to jump this dude, or whether it was like in the moment they all think that he must have seen something, you know, or that something must be going on. You know, when we talk about the the paramedics or when we talk about the sheriff's department folks, you know, where do you step in? Where What is your professional duty here? And what do you do when it comes to. All right, if I step in, what if I get arrested? If I step in, what if I get fired? You know, that kind of thing. We saw some of that with the George Floyd thing, too. Mm-hmm. There, there is a discussion that surrounds that, that for me, the way I'm built, I take the consequences. Because somebody has to stop it, or it turns out like what we're looking at. And it has soiled the name of police everywhere, of good police who would have never done this. And it has taken the life of a man who, by every single indication, did not deserve this.
0: Yeah, sorry. So you you mentioned the EMT stuff. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, you kind of just said them, but
6: I, yeah, it's um, getting
0: fired. I mean, it's not their job to, on any level ever, to, in my opinion, inter- intervene with, with police doing their. Because at that point you don't know that that they're doing the wrong thing. You know, well, at least me. If I see the police doing something that aggressive, I'm thinking that guy must have really really done something stupid. They yeah. felt their lives were in danger, not knowing the circumstances till after the fact.
6: And that, okay. So there is an argument to be made for that. And I, I will say that is a fair argument. Um, But I also know that um, there comes a point where you recognize as a medically trained individual, when one person is no longer a threat to five or six. Gotcha. And, um, and to me, And I'm going to get emotional about this. Like, I feel the lump in my throat. You know, you kind of, when you take these, uh, when you become a medical professional of any description, whether it's, you know, emergency medical responder, like you see at the county volunteer level, all the way up to being a doctor, not only is, is your vow to do no harm, but there is an implied do what's right that goes with it. And, yeah, I know in that situation i would be the one who would run in and i would probably you know get myself hurt get myself fired get myself arrested all that kind of stuff but um but we have to have that kind of courage on the streets on every level it can't just be cops that are tasked with that it can't just be firefighters that are tasked with doing the right thing if you're a paramedic yeah your job is to be there to save that life that is why Medics are dispatched to scenes to save lives. And I don't know. I mean, I would need to see a detailed description of what happened there when they got there. I would want to see the call report before I could judge. But put in that situation, I do feel like it's potential that there could have been something done.
0: Well, because I I see it and I see these firings from people who weren't involved and directly involved in it. And I think (laughs) it is just them over overreacting. They're they're firing anybody that was in a proximity of this. And saying that it was all so bad, so bad, so bad, that anybody who touched it, you know, like who sniffed the same air that night, we had to let you go.
6: I I mean, it is a possibility, but to have three separate agencies do it like that, I I wouldn't see that as as probable.
0: Yeah. Uh, That goes back to the culture in Memphis, too.
6: Fair enough. And, and that said, I mean, I know some about it, but I don't know how interwoven things are. Like here, I know who the players are. I know where the connections are there. Again, I'm, I'm kind of speaking on this like hypothetically because we don't have all the facts. And that said, they probably won't come out until trial. Um, and I hope at that point what we find is that, um, you know, maybe somebody did try to, you know, I, we didn't see it on any of the video. But I just I can't believe that everyone let this happen.
0: I got you. All right, let's have a call. I think we got Miss Sylvia on the line. Hey, Sylvia.
1: Good morning. It is myself. I was just calling to find out what were they supposed to do, the EMTs. I mean, calling 911, mm-hmm. there was 911 folks there already, and I don't agree with them being fired because what were they supposed to do? I don't know what I would do in that situation. Because they're the police beating up someone, dialing 911 might just
6: bring more police to beat up that individual. Or it could be, hey guys, I'm a paramedic on scene. I'm watching your jump out, boys. It's six on one. It's getting out of hand here, guys. I'm, I, I'm afraid to step in myself, but could you send back up?
1: That's an excellent point. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that far, but because I, I'm observing, yes, very good point. And that was all I wanted to say. It's good to see my team or hear my team. <laughs> it's party. always good we to hear you from you, Miss Sylvia. Together.
6: All right. We Talk love to you. you later.
1: All right. Bye,
0: Sylvia. Thanks. All right. Let's take a break, real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Join live in the Mac Hike of Flowwood Studios by Therese Apel with darkcoursepressnow.com. We'll be right back on 1039 WYAB. Into the Clay Edward Show. We're live here in the Mac Hike of Flowwood Studios. Almost halfway through the third hour. Yep. Time flies. We did it. Time flies. This segment brought to you by Ellis Autoplex. Y'all already know. Get out there and see me. I sell cars there. I also buy cars there. So if you're in the market to buy or sell, check out EllisAutoplex.com or just stop by 2195 Highway 471 in Brandon. We specialize in trucks with a little higher mileage. So if you don't want to go spend fifty or sixty thousand dollars on a late model truck, you're looking maybe somewhere between twenty and thirty thousand. Uh we got you covered. Uh, We got a ton of F-150s out there right now. I think we also got a Nissan Titan, a Suburban, and a couple other things. So just check out the website, ellisautoplex.com. We'll get you taken care of. And uh, if you're trying to sell your vehicle, uh, come to us. We will make you a fair market value offer. We'll cut you a check on the spot from a local bank that you can go cash so you don't become one of these people crying on Facebook about how, Somebody came and stole my side by side my four-wheeler and <laughs> wrote me a or my car and wrote, gave me a, a fake uh, certified check. Right? Hey, bro. You, sometimes you got to stereotype, folks. Yeah. I'm just going to be honest with you. Use, use your spidey senses. If it seems too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true. There you go. If they show up with a certified check with your name already on it, made out for the exact amount, don't trust it. If they didn't try to negotiate, don't trust it. Uh, anyway, I digress. Those are red flags. You need to look out for when you're buying things off or selling things on Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist. I could do a whole show about that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right, Therese. Yes. Uh, we we covered the Memphis thing.
6: Well, I wanted to add something to that, too, okay. because when Miss Sylvia called and asked that about what are you supposed to do, and I said that about you call in and you say what I'm seeing, you know, could become a problem. There are multiple reasons that you do that. And I recognize that they're probably, they're going to be first responders of all ilks that both agree with me and disagree with me, and I'm okay with that. Um, the, another reason you make that call is because it saves your hide in the end. So do you, because you know, when you, it comes to court, you're yeah. the one that said, hold up. You know, you're know. you the one that tried to get help. You're the one that tried to stop this, this train that's going down these tracks wrong.
0: I, I like that. And I, as I've sat here and I've digested it a little bit here on the other side, and that's why it's good to talk through these things mm-hmm. versus just having a solid opinion, you know, like I'm 100% this. Yeah. Um, it does. And I think that again, without knowing any of the inner makings right. of, the, of the people right. involved, it could be a, it could be a residual effect of the no snitch culture.
6: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Big time. Because yeah. there is that <clears throat> feeling that like, I don't want to be the one who steps out and like seems to go against my team. And there's a good reason to feel like that. Because I got to work cases. with
0: these people all night, and right. not On accidents and that scenes and this right. that and the other, and make my life more difficult because I did my own business. gotta. Mm-hmm.
6: And for that, I need to call out first responders, cops. If there's a cop that did the right thing and everyone's treating him like a jerk now, it's on y'all when there's a bad cop. You know, first responders. If you have watched something wrong happen and you've allowed it to because you're afraid that you're you're you know, the rest of your team is going to take it out on you. But you know what should have been done was or what was done was not the right thing. You're with the wrong team because we're here to serve and to save lives. And to, like I said, there is an implied do the right thing. And in that case, there were at least, what, 11 people there that we know of that could have saved that man's life. And that chose. Well, I mean, and, and again, we don't have all the details. So, again, you know, if we're talking hypothetical here. If it went the way that that has been released, um, there were 11 people that could have saved his life and could have at least saved their own job or their own butt by calling in and saying, I don't like how this is going. Could you send a supervisor? Because my understanding was that there wasn't a supervisor in this situation that could have stopped this from happening. Um, And that said, that was just one report that I read. I'm not trying to. to... So in the end, there were a lot of things that, that went wrong here. But part of it is that when we see a situation where everyone is doing something, too many people, and it is PAC mentality, are afraid to step forward and say, hold up. If nothing else, I want to be the dissenting voice that said this isn't right.
0: Yeah, it, it, and it's obviously playing Monday morning quarterback absolutely. on this deal. It's very tough. Well, I would have done this, or I would have done that. When none of us were there, we don't yeah, know. Absolutely, you know. And uh, some people are. Some people are very guided by by faith or whatnot, and they know what they would have done, and they probably would have done it. You know, but it's still a difficult situation. To, to sit there and say, oh, I, you know, I would have. A lot of things are happening, happening fast, moving fast. It's it's hard to know,
6: and that's why it's hard to call on things like this. In all fairness, because <clears throat> you know there were only eleven people there besides Tyree Nichols. You know, like, I, I wasn't there, you weren't there. So I can talk about what should have been done and what their duty is, but we don't know what they were looking at exactly beyond what we saw on camera.
0: Yeah, you know, one of the things that was was bad was when he ran and he was trying to run to his mama's house, I think. Mm-hmm. And you could hear him on the on the cams hollering for his mama and stuff, and, and that, that's tough, you know. And I, and I go back, and this is where people think I'm just being all pro-cop and being the bad guy, yada, yada, yada. I talked about it yesterday. Every now and then you know, got this bad thing in the in these urban communities about freaking out by the police mm-hmm. and so obviously some of it was justified um he was not laying down. He, they kept saying get down." he was like, well, getting down on the ground is good enough. Was like man, he, we're me, as men, we hate being emasculated, mm-hmm. especially by a cop being rude and whatever else we want to argue back, but every now and then I just say it all the time you, you got to eat that ale, you got to get down." And you just got to suffer through it, live to fight another day. He was he was fighting with them the whole time, going down, and then he made the fatal mistake of getting up and running. And I, I know fight or flight, everybody handles it differently. I just it it, it still goes back to I, it. it Doesn't even matter how wrong the cops were. He 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 was not complying. And I know, people, I fight I know with that. I have a I know people that. don't want to hear that.
6: Yeah. Well, and the thing is, I'm usually one of those people too. But
0: you also said you um, didn't watch the video, right?
6: And that's fair. Yes. No, I didn't. But I'm usually one of those people too who says comply and you'll be fine. Um, but when you say he made the fatal mistake, um, and and again, I have I have been the one who falls on the side of make sure that you comply and And I generally always am this this being the exception because at least one person knew who that was and knew where he lived. at least one person if if what we know is true, if what we are hearing is true, at least one of those officers knew who that guy was, yeah, at least one of those officers knew and and, and did it take all five of them? Did it take six of them? <laughs> I mean, we don't know this this six guy what exactly his role was did it Did it take all this? That's not a fatal mistake. That is fight or flight. That is the human reaction in that case. Because also, if he knew who that guy was, yeah. think about it. You know, mm-hmm. if, if your current girlfriend or some guy that you have crossed swords with before that you know is a violent dude is telling you to get on the ground, what is your, your response? And, yes, there should have been a better one. I mean, again, I'm, I'm talking hypothetically. Yeah. There should have been a better way to do it. But we can't say, well, he should have without saying, but look at these 11 other people that should have, you know, and and that's that's where I have the problem. I I can't find myself feeling any sympathy um, for these Memphis police officers who swore a duty um, to protect and have done this in a situation where it's not just because he resisted. It's not just because X, Y, Z, because it didn't take five of them to keep that guy on the
0: ground. Yeah.
6: It didn't take five of them to subdue
0: him. I got you. I, you know, again, uh, I, I, if and I'm, you realize
6: it's hard for me to, I mean, you know, like I, give get, it. Him, you I know. get it
0: and, and I, and, and I'm, I'm somewhat just kind of playing devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. But I, if I'm putting myself in that situation, I would think that the other four or five people involved surely aren't all in on this. And if I just do right by what I'm supposed to do, they won't allow this guy to escalate this.
6: And that's the problem is that in this world, we so often wait for somebody else to do what's right.
0: Let's take a call here real quick. I think I'm not sure who this is. Hey, call you on there. Hey, how are y'all today? Good. good. How are you? Good.
10: Just one other thing to, to keep in mind about this and, and possibility of, of the attitude or the, the fight or flight for, for eight, to 10 years now the african-american community has been told daily that the police are your enemy the police are trying to kill you the police don't like you the police want to get rid of you you hear that message often enough and you believe it
6: and there are a lot that do yeah
10: and i mean it's right wrong or indifferent and i don't agree with that with that with that right. attitude, but that's the, you've been, you know, it's not then someone telling you that liberals are nuts. Well, if you keep hearing it enough, you're going to believe it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
10: If if all you do is just listen, it, it, I mean, you can only hear that message so often where you, you just look around and you say, well, yeah, it must be so. And then when you have an interaction with police, and things go sideways, your 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 thing, you're you your revert back to. They're going to kill me. Mm-hmm. I, well, you know what? If I didn't, if I thought they were going to kill me, they'd have to do it fighting too. Yeah, <laughs> we're not. I'm not going to lay there and get killed. That's fair. So, I mean, that's just you got to keep in mind. And and right, wrong, or indifferent, the police have to. Uh, they have to understand that that people have been told this for the last 10 years and made the police out to be the enemy right i'm not saying they are the enemy but that's what they're portrayed as so they have to do a better job of of handling that situation you can't you got six cops you 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 shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to 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 do all of that
0: i agree
6: and (laughs) and i think that that what you just talked about is is And I say this with tears in my eyes because I've watched so many of my friends that are law enforcement um, post about this, about, you know, it's not just about making their job harder, quote unquote, but it's about like every time something like this happens, it erodes the trust that they try so hard to build, you know, that like they're already fighting this upstream battle of trying to prove to people like we're not killers. We're here to protect you. And then something like this happens. And, and, And what's the answer? You know well, but, how, do, how many but, times do we say it's not all of
10: us? You know, right? And 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 that's and and you're exactly right. It's not. It's not all of the cops that right. that do it wrong. It's actually a small, small minority of cops that do it wrong. But you know, it's no different than anything. How often does does the stockbroker one stockbroker rip off a bunch of people, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, all stockbrokers are crooks, <laughs> right. or the bankers, or or one doctor doing something illegal and all of a sudden all these doctors are dope dealers. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just, that's just the way we do things in this society nowadays. Yeah. So that's uh, I agree 99% of the cops are all good people and wouldn't but yeah, it only takes one, it only takes one to poison the whole barrel. Yeah. Hey
0: man, That was a great phone and, call. Thank you. And, and, yeah. You know, so just another thought no, Thank you. Great thought. Later great, well thought out thought. Thank you. Uh caller, stay on hold. We gotta take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 1039 WYA. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the Matt Flowood Flowwood Studios. Three hours today of just chopping it up and having a good time yep. here in the uh in the on the show. Uh Therese. Yes. <clears throat> all right. We've we've gone serious. We went funny. Now back to uh, then serious. Yeah,
6: and we've we've done it all today. We've done
0: it all. Let let's wind this thing down with a little fun.
6: Let's do. We're like a
0: variety show this morning.
6: <laughs> well, that's the fun of it. Like when it's three hours, we can chop it up however we want.
0: It is. I mean, I think this is just enough time. I, was, I don't know that I could do three hours every day, but right twice a week, yeah, I can make it happen.
6: Man, I couldn't do it for three hours by myself. I don't know how you do that.
0: I, c- I don't know that I could. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be like, oh, let me just play some things to play y'all on the internet. Right. <laughs> Let's go back to some old phone calls of Thomas right. that I have saved.
6: Here's a song. Discuss amongst yourselves. <laughs> yes.
0: uh, let's see here. Here's a list. on. There's a great Facebook group out there for people over 40, really over 45. Called The group's called Gen X. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm scratching my back with my notes here. He is. Um, <clears> Had <throat> I got a spot I couldn't quite reach. Let's see here. It says, things you say after 50. Yep. Well, nobody in this room is 50. Right. All in our mid-40s. What I'm thinking is, let's go over this list and see if we do any of these things already.
6: Like, is death at our doorstep yet? Yes,
0: because we <laughs> let's do know it. we all know fifty-year-olds are just one step away. I mean, that's uh, what
6: we were always raised to believe. Foot in the
0: <laughs> foot in the grave. All right, so there's twelve things on this list. I think this will be fun here. All right, where the heck is my phone?
6: Every day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every day. Every day, I'm like, what did I do with that thing?
6: And usually, I'm holding it in my hand. Right. <laughs> oh,
0: yes. There's so many times I've been looking for my keys or my phone, and they've literally been in my hand.
6: Right. Or have you ever been on the phone looking for your phone? Yes.
0: <laughs> I wish I could say no, but I'd be lying. Yeah,
6: yeah. Like, hold on. I can't find my phone. Yeah, I'm going to Google that, and then you're looking for your phone while you've got it to your ear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, number two, how did I get this bruise?
6: Yes. I actually have a bruise on my shin right now that I've, it's a goose egg. I have no idea where it came from. (laughs)
0: Luckily, I'm not dealing with that just yet. All right. (laughs) Here's one that I do deal with daily. Okay. Oh, that isn't my password either. (laughs) What the heck?
6: Yes. Well, I don't, I haven't had that problem yet, but my dad, I I deal with a lot of his stuff, and uh, we got to reset his password. Every, every time we have to log in.
0: My dad went and finally got a new iPhone the other day Uh and he called me wanting to know his Apple login information. I said, I'm not even, you're going to (laughs) have to start a new one or figure it out. There's no way I'm going, I'm getting involved in this. For me,
6: there's always this train of like, okay, we can log you in. If, do you know your email password? Uh, no. Okay. So we can't get into your email. We can't get into your Apple. Um, okay. So do you know how to get into your phone? Well, we have to take the password off the phone so that he can actually get into the phone. And then I'm like, okay, so can you get to your messages where that, yeah, you know, they sent you that message for that passcode? Which one is the messages? And I'm like, the green one with the bubble. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I just clicked on the green one. And it's Spotify or something. You know, it's like there's the, – and he's in Ohio, so we're doing this by phone, which makes it harder. But, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. My, my dad my, – my email – when I set up my dad's email address for him, I put mine as the recovery. Me too. It, <laughs> at least once a week, I get a notification from Google that, <laughs> that uh, the email, the recovery email is needed. Right. <laughs> you know? So i like, yep, oh.
6: have done that. <laughs> teaching,
0: teaching parents technology is hell. Yes. Uh, all right, let's see here. Number four. How do you expect to read this small print?
6: Oh, my. I do hate that that's becoming a thing for me.
0: I know. There's days that I come in here, especially after being blinded by all these nuclear-powered headlights on the way, mm-hmm. where I can't see anything on this computer screen. It's just a blur.
6: Right. Or when you're tired <clears throat> or whatever like that. Like, I, I have refused to go to readers. I'm not doing it yet. Yeah. But, yeah, there are days that I've got my phone out here at arm's length, and I'm like, please, God, just let me squint just right. <laughs> Absolutely. I never thought that would be the case.
0: Well, speaking of readers, number five, where did I put my glasses?
6: See, I sleep in my contacts way too much, so that one's not a problem for me. <laughs>
0: yeah, me, me either. Yeah, and now, now unless we're talking about like Ray-Bans or something like that. Oh, sure. I quit buying them. I lose them so much.
3: Yeah. All
0: right, number six. I don't care if it doesn't look fashionable. It's comfortable.
6: Oh. I'm guilty. Guilty. Guilty.
0: <laughs> guilty as charged. Right. Um, Number seven. It's nine thirty. Who the heck is calling the slate?
6: If I'm not already asleep, I get an attitude when I see my phone ring. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. I get an attitude when I see my phone ring Period. Unless, oh, that's unless true. it's somebody I talk to on a regular basis. Yeah, no, that is true. If you're calling from an unknown number uh, a number I don't have saved, mm-hmm. I'm like, Why why? Yeah. It's like, I tell you here's another pet peeve while we're talking about that. If you call me through Facebook Messenger,
6: Oh, I hate that.
0: Major red flag.
6: Yeah. No, I hate that.
0: Major red flag. What is wrong with you?
6: Yeah, I don't know how to say it right, but like straight up, if you call me on Facebook Messenger, I already like think you're, there's something wrong with you. Creep. Yeah. I,
0: I don't care how long I've known you. And it doesn't make sense. If you call sense. me on Facebook Messenger, right. I think something's wrong with you.
6: Like just, just. I mean, you use your Facebook Messenger to ask for my phone number. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Messenger for messaging not calling i know it can do it but it ain't that ain't it's god intended purpose
6: exactly and i don't like it that all these apps are trying to make us so much more accessible Mm -hmm. like i should be able to turn off facebook calling i should be able to like like i don't like it that it by default makes me available like now you have to go in and like set it so many times that like i'm not available no matter whether i'm on or not like red dot please anyway that that goes down another rabbit
0: trail oh absolutely but i'm with you all right number eight does anyone say please and thank you anymore? Yes. That's true. Yeah, but I don't know. It depends on where you roll at, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. Number nine. Jeez. How do you throw your body out of whack just sleeping wrong? <laughs>
2: <laughs> attacked. Oh I feel attacked.
6: Yes. And I I just had to go to a chiropractor last week because everything hurts, and I don't know why.
0: Yeah. I, I woke up yesterday and felt like I'd been beat with a bat. <laughs>
6: Why does this happen to us in our ages? Because we're not know. fifty yet.
0: And yeah, I've got a very comfortable mattress too. But I mean, I woke up. I was feeling it yesterday. I yeah. had to apologize about halfway through the show. I was like, "Man, if I felt like I'm moving slow today, if I sound like I'm moving slow, it's because I do. I am. Yeah, it was slow motion yesterday. It like reminded me of like a bad hangover, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm.
6: Well, and you know, it's funny because I take this um this it's a line dance class, but it's an aerobics class. You know, so it's like, and it's not like country line dance. And it's stuff like the electric slide or like. The wobble or just different, you know, we use those, but it's not just specifically those. Some days I'm good. I can, you know, I can make it. But last Monday I woke up with that same, like, I'm dragging. I don't know why I'm not hung over. What's the deal? And I couldn't even move my feet right. Like, I'm sure they wanted to stop the class and be like, are you okay? You know, like, are you having a medical condition? <laughs> because that's what it looked like.
0: Oh, <laughs> um, all right. Let's see here. <laughs> now, number 10, I'm sure we've all said this, and I think I said it this morning. The scale can't be right.
6: Oh, my gosh. Me and the scale, I just don't even want to talk about it. My weight fluctuates like Mississippi weather, and it infuriates me. So, I, you know, I just write it down and hope for the best tomorrow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, what I've been telling myself lately is I've just converted a lot of fat to muscle, so that's why I weigh more. That's right. <laughs> yeah. uh, if, I didn't, if it was all fat, I would be, I'd weigh less. Let's see here. Uh, number 11. What the heck is wrong with people nowadays?
6: I say that not just every day, but multiple times a day. Yeah.
0: I right, There's one. That I'm going to add a number. I'm going to add an, an 11.2 here to mm-hmm. this. What the heck is wrong with music nowadays?
6: Yes. Yeah. And these kids these days would be 1.0 or 11.3.
0: Yeah. All right. Number 12. And this is the one I said that I absolutely do mm-hmm. multiple times a day, especially at my house. Why did I come into this room?
6: Oh, gosh. I hate when that happens.
0: Like, What am I even doing in here? I walk back to the back of the house. I'm like, I came back here for something, but there I was, can't remember what. What was it? Yeah. I was on the phone with somebody last night and got to tell them a story. And it's like, no, nah, I don't remember why I told you that, but I was going to tell you something. There's a reason why there I told you point. all that. And <laughs> and now I don't recall what it was. So I'll, I'll remember you, later.
6: I'm glad you got to enjoy that story. <laughs> 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 I hope you took something from it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. All right, so that is from a website. They actually created a website here called womenafter50.com.
6: Okay, well, and I think that they probably just stuck 50 on there, but it could have been 40.
0: Absolutely, especially if you live a hard life like I have.
6: Oh, well, I mean, I think by the time you're in your mid-40s, it's been a hard life anyway.
0: I think I could have started reading those at around 35 and been just as relatable yeah, as fair. it was today.
6: Yeah, actually, I have to have a talk with one of my employees all the time because I will tell her something and walk away and forget what I even told her. And so she'll say, I thought you said such and such. And I'm like, wait, that's correct. But when did I say it? Like, I don't remember saying that. And and it's just because as we get older, it's just a terrible, terrible progression.
0: It is. It is. <laughs> I am. I'm going- we weren't going
6: to talk about sad things, Clay. <laughs> what are you doing?
0: All right. So he- Here's one of the other things that we talked about a little bit. We'll kind of wind it down with this. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think we did this on air. Okay. We were talking about people that go to concerts now. This is kind of off this Gen right, X page. Right, right. So on this Gen X Facebook group, a lot of times I'll see on there people complaining, I went to a such and such last night, and I just don't understand why this generation keeps their phones out the whole time recording the show. Mm-hmm. Like people are offended by it. And I've said it before, too. But I actually had this uh, coming to Jesus meeting with myself on this matter and said, if I'd been able to record concerts in the 80s when I was a teenager going to the Coliseum or Mm -hmm. even the 90s to see concerts, I would have had my camcorder on my shoulder recording the whole thing. And that would be way more abrasive than a cell phone.
6: Oh, yeah. Well, and so the thing is, like we look at that now and, and I think there is a part of you that as you pass a certain age, you become Mr. Wilson from Dennis the Menace. And everything, you know, the younger generation does is annoying. But, yeah, we all would have been recording if, if it would have been that back then. Now, having spent a life of recording things, I know that you lose a lot of your experience when you're looking at it through a lens or through the back of a phone or whatever like that. So I do sometimes look and be like, well, that's too bad. Like, they aren't even going to remember the experience except for that they've got it in their phone because that, in my experience, is what happens when you, when you film things. But I – I've got no problem with people doing that. Cause I would have done it all day long.
0: Well, I spent so much time on YouTube. I don't do it too much anymore, but I used to spend so much time on YouTube looking for concert footage from tours. I had witnessed in person in the eighties, nineties, even, or even just pre cell phone, early two thousands. Like I want to go back and see like a, a poison tour from 99 or 2000, where there's mm-hmm. not a whole lot of footage available just to kind of remember what the stage looked like or the pyro or whatever. Yeah, And it's very minimal uh, footage available. I'm like, I wish somebody had recorded that thing, and uh, nobody did. Right. You know, so I can't I can't be on both sides of that.
6: Yeah, I'm I'm the same. Of course, that said, you know, I don't know what it does to a band when you know it used to be that the only recording of their concert was the official one, mm-hmm. and now there's like you know two thousand four hundred and seventy nine recordings from the audience. You
0: yeah, know? selling trying to sell a live concert DVD nowadays is <laughs> probably not a good business. Whole different thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the thing too I used to would buy the like the live DVD and and all that. I had all these different bands live shows. I could sit mm-hmm. in my living room and watch those and stuff. I had a ton of Motley Crue ones. Yeah. And all that they they would always pull, put them out Kiss would always put them out. And uh, they were always good. So I, that's kind of my My high horse there
6: Yeah Well and we can We can also talk about What I said Which is like Now when I go to a concert I want to be able to Sing with the words I want to be able to Talk to my friend Or at least yell To my friend That's next to me And they can hear me Mm -hmm. I want to be able to sit And like Not necessarily have to be Standing up the whole time And that's because I got old
0: Yeah, I went to uh, see Poison Fourth of July weekend At Silver Star Mm -hmm. and We were on the floor It was general admission So I'd say we were 30 30 rows of people back I'm tall So it don't really bother me but it was also, it was kind of neat. I got some cool pictures sending back of people's screens with them on the phones. So it kind of created this cool image. Yeah. Instead of just being rude about it and like, oh, I wish they wouldn't do that. I actually caught some cool pictures. Here I am taking pictures of people filming stuff. It was kind of a unique, Yeah. you know, kind of that fun house mirror effect. Absolutely. All right, let's take a break, come back, land the plane for the day. This is the Clay Edwards Show, joined by Therese Apel, DarkHorsePressNow.com. And we are live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. When necessary, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the MAC Hike of Flowood Studios. Coming at you live from the Cotton Exchange Plaza out here in Florida, Mississippi, with Therese Apel in the studio with me real quick. And, mm-hmm. hey, Therese, I... I I have uh, gone through the show here, and I haven't told people about my friends over at Watkins Construction and Roofing. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to read a quick five-star review off Google about Watkins Construction and Roofing, because I figured their, their, uh, their happy customers can tell you about them better than I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from Diane Macon. It says, kudos to Mr. Michael Hemphill and the Watkins Construction and Roofing team. They are top-notch professionals from day one. Mr. Hemphill provided a thorough, thorough inspection of my roof. He knew exactly what documents and photos I needed to assist to assist me with my insurance company. He was never too busy to answer my many questions. I now have a great quality roof, and Watkins Construction and Roofing did it. That's Diane Mason with a five-star review. You, too, can uh, be as happy as Diane is about your roof repair or replacement by checking out WatkinsConstructionInc.com. There you go. Make it easy. Uh, Therese, three hours? That was good. We did it. We did it. Good times, man. Thank you for coming in today. Anytime. Uh, Well, next Tuesday.
6: All right. Another three hours. We'll have all kinds of stuff planned.
0: Hey, look, you know, m- news happens fast.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I would like to revisit some of your uh, bigger stories again. I've always okay. enjoyed that. Uh, the true crime stuff does well. The downloads yes. do well. And that's just frankly something I'm interested in. Absolutely. I would like to see how uh, K2 and uh, the pumpkin girl are transitioning <laughs> into prison.
6: Well, I hear they have transitioned. So that's the important thing.
0: That is the important thing. All right. Uh, com. Uh, Search Dark Horse Press on social media. Jamison Haygood up next. Podcast will be available shortly. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow.